0: Previously
1: on Elite Week. You take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes.
2: So, who talks first? You talk first, I talk first. It's, it's, it's just very hard to understand you with all the the apparatus.
3: Sergeant Draper, when I said I need your help, I didn't mean create a diplomatic incident.
0: Then you should have been more specific.
4: Now, commence operation Vacuum Suck. <laughs>
0: Hello and welcome to Elite Week, episode 50, with Galactic Academy. That's right, we got Orange Spark here from Galactic Academy. It's Galactic Water Cooler, Friday, November 20th, 2020. I am Kai Zen, and I will be your guide on this drunken romp through the galaxy. As always, my co-pilot and executive officer would be Commander Roy Cookson. Say hello. Commander wow, I, th-
1: I think I just got a promotion. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm so happy you're all here this evening, folks.
0: We've got a great show. That's right. You are the Canadian in chief. <laughs> also, we have uh, my tactical officer, Commander Tweet74 from OPIC. Say hello, Tweet.
2: Happy Friday night, everybody. I think we're going to have a good time tonight. Some some uh, funky Errol Smith cover to start the show and a lot of meaty conversation to come.
0: Absolutely. We have on the tech science officer Arson Cross. Say hello, Arson. Good evening, everybody.
4: I'm too into fire to uh, be held responsible for weapons or command. So I'm just going to be here on the console. Uh, having a drink.
0: There you go. And as I said, our guest, Commander Orange Spark of the Galactic Academy. Say Howdy. hello, Bob. Howdy, 07. F- 07. Alright. So let's get this let's get this started right off the bat. Uh we have our uh cover art is uh I, I call it Scavenger. I titled it, but it's by Commander Placid. So you can check with him on The Officials, but that's the name I gave it. Uh, our uh, opening song was Walk This Way by the Scary Pockets featuring Judith Hill. And she put some funk on it. So uh, go check them out. Awesome band. Awesome singer. Just great stuff. And our closing song, I'll mention it at the end, but I'm dedicating it to uh, the forums and and, and all of these salty people on it. But we'll get to that.
5: Oh boy, that's a promise.
0: So let's start off with the podcast intro right off the bat. So, first off, we've got, I gotta plug Boss Lady B, who is in the house. She is live. For those of you who don't know, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it'll be too late, but check her out. She comes on at midnight. For those of you in the live studio audience, uh, when we wrap up, go get yourself another round of drinks, maybe a little some nachos, a snack, something, and uh, get ready because Boss Lady B starts an hour later and the party just moves right on over to that stream. There's plenty of drinking, plenty of partying. And some money making going on. Uh, so yeah, yeah. All right. Now, what else do we have? Well, we got to continue the watch pulse wave analyzer update. As of today, this issue has been occurring and breaking the core mining gameplay loop for 75 days. It was broken in the patch on September the 7th, and we're going to keep updating it every week until it's resolved. Now, There's something I want to talk about with regard to this pulse mining, uh, situation. (laughs) As we all know, the pulse wave analyzer is funky, And what it seems to do is highlight the rocks behind you. Now I would submit that that's not what it's actually doing. That's just the appearance of what it's doing. And here's why the way it works is it is highlighting stuff but with like a 30-40 second, a crazy amount of delay that it's not supposed to have. And if you're moving, it will highlight the rocks behind you. If you stay completely stable and hit that pulse wave analyzer and wait about 30-40 seconds and hit it again, you will see that it does highlight the rocks in front of you. This is literally just a situation of because of some server delay or some lag or some, I don't know, computer stuff, some smart people shit, it's lighting up behind you. It doesn't actually, it's not like it's aimed behind you. It's just an artifact of this delay that's going on. So here's something that I find interesting about the pulse wave analyzer. If you pull up, if you go into outfitting and pull up an A-rated you know, pulse wave analyzer, OI, whatever, however, the, the, you know, the standard pulse wave analyzer, and you look at it, it used to show that it had a range of 2.4 kilometers. It now shows that it has a range of 24 kilometers. I submit to you that either A, they were attempting to make some change and they broke it, or B, it could be something as simple as someone just fat-fingered a... Uh, a a a field somewhere and added a you know removed a decimal added a zero however whatever and with one little whatever they buffed the living hell out of it which is a problem because if it is supposed to light up stuff 24 kilometers ahead of you and your computer doesn't do a draw distance which nobody's does i have max settings (laughs) There's no way you can set a draw distance that it lights up with max settings. I've tested it before this was broke. It was doing a draw distance of about 12 to 14 kilometers where it would start to light up. It doesn't go that far. So if that's the case that it's now shooting out 24 kilometers, I think it's hitting some buffer area or something where it's a problem and causing it to bounce around and causing the funkiness, which maybe, 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 yeah. Somebody's saying mine says 24,000 meters. Correct. It's supposed to say uh, 2.4. What is it? It's supposed to say, yeah, it's showing 24 kilometers. It's supposed to be showing 2.4 kilometers. It's supposed to be showing 2,400 meters. It's, It's forked. It's off. So I think what happened here is somebody messed it up. And I am confused how it's taking this long to get it resolved. But we're going to keep bringing you the information and putting a spotlight on it. And hopefully Frontier will resolve it soon because it needs to. All right. Obviously, we know that Elite is free on the Epic Store. Everybody's told you Elite is free on the Epic Store. And then they've moved along. Tonight, we're going to be telling you what you need to do to get it right. Arson's got you covered. I want to give a huge congrats to NASA, JAXA, the Japanese Aerospace Exploration Agency, and SpaceX on the safe and historic launch of Crew-1 uh, to the ISS last Sunday night. We watched it live. It was fantastic. God bless. Uh And on this day in space history, this week... In space history, we've got we've got some stuff to go through here. So first off, we have um, on November 14th, 1969, Apollo 12 launched to the moon. On November 16th, 1974, the Arecibo Observatory broadcasts an interstellar message out from humanity out into space. Uh, and Roy's got some stuff later on the Arecibo Observatory. Uh, that we'll we'll be highlighting. But it was a a historic occasion of a massive signal being sent out into space saying, you know, hello, galaxy. We're humans. We're on this little rock. On November 17th, 1967, was the first successful liftoff from a lunar surface uh, that was done. uh, They basically had to test things and get it ready just to make sure that when we sent humans, we'd be able to get them back. Uh, On November 18th, 2013, NASA launched Maven to Mars. Maven was a special, uh, mission that went and tested all kinds of stuff about the atmosphere and, you know, temperatures and got all kinds of detailed information in preparation for what we're doing now with the further missions to Mars. November 19th, 2005 was the first liftoff, liftoff rather from an asteroid. The Japanese sent Hayabusa 1 to an asteroid that, uh, Lifted off from there and made its way back to Earth. It broke up actually in the atmosphere, uh, on return to Earth, but luckily they were able to find intact the sample canisters and uh, get the information from that mission. And on November 20th, 1998, the I, so this day in 1998, the ISS, uh, construction began. They started, uh, you know, started the ISS, which has now been going for for 22. Well, it's been in service for over 20 years as of like last week. But uh, amazing, amazing stuff. We want to send out a special get well soon to Commander Kinrain, a.k.a. Baz of the Banter Bus fame. Uh, He suffered a stroke earlier in the week, was rushed to hospital by his wife and family. Uh, he is, uh, back up and around, uh, he's doing well, but obviously this is not a a small sort of thing. This is a very, very serious situation. So we just want to send him and his family, our love and best wishes for a speedy recovery. Um, you know, Baz has done so much stuff for, um, uh, Oh, why am I blanking now? Uh, special effect and and is just a, a a huge part of the community and a lovely person and and so we just want to send him all of the best wishes and speaking of getting over sicknesses and and whatnot we want to salute the triumphant return of colin to lave radio uh and the vanquishing of the age of the shenanigans. yes yes that's a funny screen which is hilarious uh uh I did a little a little thing for uh to welcome Colin back to Lave. And, and and lastly on our on our intro list here, we've got you know Star Citizen just added the ass to uh <laughs> to their game, which is interesting. And uh God love uh uh David Brayman. He was savage as fuck. He he tweeted, love the design with a little wink. Um great stuff absolutely hilarious yeah so yeah that's uh that's that's what we've got we've got a lot to talk about this week so let's go ahead and get to it arson get us started
1: if you're listening to us on the podcast and would like to see the live show and visuals check us out on youtube at youtube.com forward slash elite week and on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash elite week If you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch and would like to know how to catch us on our podcast, check out anchor.fm forward slash Elite Week.
2: For sending us your thoughts by email, you can reach us at EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. Our very active
4: and growing Elite Week Discord can be found at tinyurl.com forward slash Elite Week Discord, where you can check out or contribute to community feedback, resources on turning the wheel, and real-time updates about Elite from a variety of content creators. In addition to the Discord
1: community feedback channel, feel free to write in our YouTube comments anything about the topic of the week, as well as anything else you'd like to share. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're enjoying the show on YouTube, please make sure to like and subscribe and click on the bell. It really helps us out. On Twitch, a follow would be much appreciated.
4: If you're on Twitter, feel free to follow at EliteWeek3306 for news and information about Elite Dangerous and cool sci-fi and space news.
2: We record live on YouTube every Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 a.m. UTC. So come and join in on the fun.
1: If you're listening to us on the podcast, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever platform you use. And let us know if there's a format you want us to look into.
2: We don't do Patreon, so save your money and just tell your friends about the show. Let's start off with an interview
0: of, uh, Commander Orange Sparks from the Galactic Academy. Welcome, Orange.
5: Thank you, Guy. Happy to be here.
0: Beautiful. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the Galactic Academy.
5: <clears throat> so here I go again. I've, I've probably <laughs> done this a, a, a bunch of times. Um, so the Galactic Academy is an initiative by players for players with support from Frontier um, to you know like help help get new pilots out there. Um, it it originates like way back in I think 20 2014, 2015. Um, when pilots from the Elite Secret Service and and various other groups uh, i think like the sovereignty uh, yeah that's all i can think of right now um mm-hmm. like came together on on the team speak back in the day yes this is before discord even was a thing and you know like had had mentors sit in a channel people would join that channel and and you know they could just ask their questions directly mm-hmm. after a while frontier notice like took notice and they were like hmm this this looks cool you know like people volunteering their time away to, to help new players also enjoy this game. We'll 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 back this. And so they did. Mm-hmm. And since Discord was back then in its infancy, they were like, okay, right. This looks like like a cool new thing to try. Um so they did. Um and yeah from there it's it's basically from it's it's grown from there. Uh we've we've been around not you know not trying to hog the spotlights or anything um just quietly chugging away helping whoever comes into the server um yeah okay so you guys are the official sort of uh
0: uh academy you guys are a discord so we'll have your discord in the show notes but basically mm-hmm. you guys get you, you it's it's sort of quasi Run with Frontier in this in the sense that like you guys are the official place, the go to place for helping new commanders learn everything they need to about the game. Let's be honest, this game has a hell of a of a of a learning, learning curve. curve, and yes. so basically, y- you guys are the place where all of these brand new epic commanders or so so like any let's be honest, really? <clears throat> yeah, any new commanders. But let's be honest, um the Primal, new epic- probably
5: most epic commanders, yeah.
0: Sure, the new Epic Commanders aren't going to have a clue who you are. They're not going to have a clue who we are. They're not going to know to go to you. They're not going to know to listen to us. But all of you established Commanders who are listening to me right now, because you're the old hands and you know what's up and you come here for your Friday night fix, you guys can help out the new guys that don't have a clue that this stuff exists by making sure that you get the link that we have in the show notes for the Galactic Academy and passing it on to the new guys who you see in system chat somewhere saying like, I can't figure out how to get my landing gear down or I can't figure out this or I can't figure out that. Yes, help them help them to like, okay, here's how you, you know, okay, let's look why what is what's the problem with your landing gear? What's the problem with this? Was it? Oh, my everything turned off. I don't know. Okay, let's look at your power priorities. Let's see what happened because you overloaded something or whatever, help them with the issue but then also drop them the link to the Galactic Academy Discord and say, like, this is a good place where you can go and 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can ask a question. And there's somebody in some time zone somewhere out of the thousands of members who can give you an answer, much less the many, many very qualified sort of mentors there who who can pass on information as well.
5: Mm-hmm. Um I'd quickly like to drop that we we did start out as like an unofi- like uh how to say this? Like we did definitely start out as like unofficial place.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh like but we've grown more into a like we're player-run, player-owned, but we get a hell of a lot of backing from, from Frontier. Um up to, up to the point that like whenever we've asked for support or anything I I can, on my one hand, count the times that we've been turned down.
0: Beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. All right. Uh, So, so what would you like to highlight? Some of the things, you know, uh, that, that people can, can actually get help with, or, or some things in the Galactic Academy discord that people might not know about.
5: So what things I could highlight. So as a starters, we, we basically help with, with just about anything. Um let me pull up the server real quick. Um like we've we've got some specialized uh, channels. You can go from BG like background sim to power play help. we separated combat into NPCs and PvP. Mm-hmm. Although I will I will fairly submit, I will fairly say we are not the prime place to learn about PvP. But that will be for another stream. Mm-hmm. Um, we can help you with exploration, mining, trades. Like I like I mentioned to you before the stream guy, um, we are very much a we will we are very much a teach a man how to fish kind of mm-hmm. place. Sure,
0: but you also have all of the resources at your disposal that if someone says hey i really want to go hardcore into mining you can sort of send them off to the imu or if someone says i want to go hardcore into pvp you could put them in touch with people that do pvp you could put them in touch with people that do for example the axi or the hand if they want to get super into you know ax combat or whatever for those people that want to move to Sort of the advanced end of the spectrum of whatever different field, you know mm-hmm. the places to send them to as well. Indeed,
5: yes, very Beautiful. much so. We Beautiful. we do still we do still carry the basics on everything. Plus, we've got a like we've we've got some some channels only accessible to the mentors, but where we've got all sorts of infographics, um, videos, tutorials, like just a massive archived info dump. Uh, Like, full of knowledge just to to quickly, like, flick out to people, so to speak.
0: Yes, absolutely. So that's that's a beautiful thing. So everyone that's listening, like I said, get the link for the Galactic Academy. Maybe there's some stuff that you might want to look into for yourself where it's like, man, I've been playing this game for forever. I know all about this, this, and this, but I don't know about that. You can, you know, it's a great resource for everyone, even Mm -hmm. sort of uh, existing, you know, knowledgeable commanders that might not be knowledgeable on a specific. Definitely,
5: definitely. So that's, that's the other thing I wanted to highlight. We don't just like, we don't just specialize in new commanders. We also specialize in existing commanders that want to branch out. So like we done, like we know not to go over the basics with you, but Mm -hmm. that we can just say, say you're an experienced combat veteran that all of a sudden wants to learn how to run a trade route trade route and you know for some odd reason has never heard of EDDV before. Um like we'll we'll totally get you run through those things. Uh like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. sorry.
0: No no having a hard time coming out of my words. <laughs> no no absolutely I get it a hundred percent. It's and like I said, it's a beautiful thing. So alright. Um Orange, stay with us as we go on our drunken little tour throughout the galaxy because I am positive that your input will be valuable on all of these different things. So let's I, start.
5: I've got a bunch to say. <laughs>
0: there you go. So Arson, I think we're going to go ahead and move on to the Dark Wheel update. Let's uh, Let's start off and see where we're at with things. So right off the bat... We are, you know, continuing through our our uh landing into Leif. Everything is going well there. We have taken control of Fra Lack and we are currently uh let's see at like sixty-five percent, sixty-three percent. Um we are there are two uh people that are in conflict with each other, so they're frozen. Uh, but we've got everybody else down in the sub 7%. We've got another day or two of crashing them, and we'll be able to get ourselves over 75% either tomorrow, uh, or, or Sunday, in which case we will the following day, so either Sunday or Monday, go pending expansion again. And when we do, I think it's time that we visit Ark. I think it's time that we. Actually go over there. We've been busy juggling like so many different things at once. But yeah, we're going to go to ARC. We're going to uh, run through that system and get all the way up to the top. Uh, We've got a conflict to get involved in, trigger a war and take a facility. And then we're going to, when we get to the top, we are going to initiate conflict with our friends, the ARCC in ARC. And we are going to purposefully, on purpose, we are going to lose that conflict so that we can do them the favor of handing them the station that they wanted to pick up on the way they we having some problems with. We're going to be good neighbors, hand them that station, and then, uh, like I said, lose the conflict, drop down to number two, and then just kind of ignore ARC and chill there unless our friends, uh, the ARCC, need anything else from us. We're just going to kind of chill there in second place, but by then... Our expansion should be just about ready to pop into the new spot on our March to LFT 509. So that is where we're headed. Uh, we are also still planning on making the jump into Ross and we will, you know, tick the actual test site into Seoul, uh, part of the, of the, uh, expansion sort of test off. But, um, let's be honest. The goal, the thing we're all excited for is 509. So we're going to get our asses over there and see what happens. I'm super excited. I don't know about you guys, but, uh, yeah. All right. So I'm seeing nothing that anybody wants to add on the dark wheel update. So let's move on to another, uh, prestigious, uh, sort of thing in the, in the, uh, Elite Dangerous community, which is the Hall Seals. Everybody knows the whole seals. Everybody should love the whole seals. These are great guys that help you when you're stuck, when you're screwed, when your hole's about to go and you're 30,000 light years from anything and you don't know what to do, they've got your number. Well, now they're doing it better than ever. You can go to hullseals.space uh, uh, forward slash, which we have in the show notes for you. And you can check out, they have a new system, which is, uh, an, I, I, and I'm, I'm the worst guy to talk to about any of this shit because I'm not techie at all. But they have some new IRCC system that is set up to better rapidly sort of respond to whatever your issue is. So you can go in there on their IRCC thing and 24 seven you you type in where you're at that you're what your emergency is, and they will send somebody to help you immediately and, and get you, get you back going. Um, we also have a YouTube video for them that uh, on this new service that they're providing that sort of explains it way better than me because they get the tech they understand. So uh absolutely for sure. Get in touch with the wholesalers and again, there's a lot of things that are new right now there's a lot of people that are new that are going to be coming in over the coming weeks and months that are brand new that might not know about the Hall seals that might not know about the fuel rats that might not know about galactic academy whatever it is on us if look we can be dicks and just be like hey i'm gonna hoard this information and not help people because then i get advanced or whatever i if 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 you look at it, everything like a zero-sum game, if you're having a hard time then I, and I'm not, then I must be doing better. I strongly want to urge everyone that that is exactly the wrong kind of thinking. Here's the thinking that we want. The success thinking here is if we help everyone do better and the game grows, that's more money for Frontier, which translates to more staff, which translates to them giving us more shit. And that's how we win orange i know you had something you wanted to say on that
5: yeah basically just reiterating like other people growing does not mean you don't grow actually on the contrary you know make new friends you know get get a get a wing together wings make makes make stuff so much easier so much faster
0: absolutely so yeah i don't know yeah now tell people about New players that you see, tell people about the Hull Seals. Tell people about the Fuel Rats. Tell people about the Galactic Academy. Tell people about the Discord communities and let them look into the AXI or this, that, and the other, whatever they want to get into. Tell them about Down to Earth Astronomy and his guides or or Exegius or, you know, all of these different things and awesome squadrons. And I'm going to throw it with that thought. I'm looking over at you, Roy. Hop in on this.
1: I was just going to say something that new players may not realize is the, the sort of the difference in this community. I, I, in the games I played in the past, I I never really was big into uh, discords and other other community events, and uh, this is different. This is this is the first one where the first game I played where I dipped my toe in it, and now this is the way I play, which is very abnormal for me, and it may be for others too that that uh, are more used to playing. I don't know single-player space sims and stuff like that. You know, it depends what kind of audience this this uh, free game now draws in. But it's worth pointing out to people that there's a difference, and it's it's qualitatively better.
0: Absolutely, very well said. The more people we get to stick, the more the game grows, the better it is for all of us. Orange, get in on this.
5: Especially the community at large. Like when you come in from a different game, say something like League or um, Dark Souls or like most other gaming communities this place is extremely welcoming like yes there is a competitive element and and like we we definitely gotta make sure to police ourselves to you know stay friendly stay welcoming but besides that like holy crap such a breath of fresh air if you come in from something like league of legends like i did well, there it there was fight for your life every day when when posting something online Now you get, like, post something here, uh, like a a nice screenshot, a compelling discussion, Mm
0: -hmm. you know? An Asp in front of something, yeah?
5: Yes. (laughs) Now also also available in Star Citizen. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. So,
0: speaking of that, let's hop into my man Dig That. This is something that I shared with a bunch of people earlier in the week that uh, sort of took off dig that phenomenal phenomenal content creator he was for a good while uh focusing a lot on elite dangerous and then lately he has expanded his work into the star citizen front and done a lot of stuff on star citizen and he's built up a pretty decent following in star citizen in in that community and he put out A phenomenal video this week that was a love letter to Elite that was aimed specifically at Star Citizen players saying, hey guys, let's drop all this tribalism bullshit. You like space games. We like space games. You're already here at Star Citizen and Star Citizen is a great thing. And hopefully it's going to take off well and be a, a phenomenal thing someday. But right now you can go to the Epic store for free and you can get in on this Elite Dangerous and give it a try. And it's got a lot to offer you. And it's offering you a different thing. You've got Star Citizen is, let's say, Star Citizen is Rocky Road, and Elite Dangerous is, uh, I don't, I don't uh, like an, another flavor, an awesome, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I blank. I literally was like, I can't think of another ice cream flavor. It's butter pecan, it's and you know what? Metaphor. And, and, and pecan and, praline. Yeah, it's butter pecan, and guess what? They're both fucking great. Enjoy both if you spent thousands of dollars on a good computer so that you could run star citizen, well, let's be honest, you have to spend thousands of dollars to get a computer that is going to run star citizen. Well, and then you spend, you know, another $2,000 on verbals. And then you spend another $1,200 on top of the line VR. And then you don't hop in on elite. It's like, it's there. Try both. Por que no los dos? Have fun with it. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I, I love the video that he did. I thought it was, it was phenomenal. And I very much dig the vibe of telling people like, don't be in the whole Apple fanboy versus Android fanboy or, you know, this versus that. Just be a human, try them all, see what's cool and enjoy it. You know, I don't know. I, I, I so I just dug that video a lot. Check it out. I think people that are, Elite Dangerous fans and players should check it out and see the awesome uh, nod that this guy gave to basically try to pull in people from the Star Citizen camp and say, hey, try this thing. It's pretty cool. All right. Which takes us to the next thing, which is the Elite Week Expedition Spotlight. Let's look. This week, I want to highlight and wish a bon voyage to Le Grand Expedition 3306. It's going to be taken off uh, next week on November 27th uh, at 8 p.m. UTC from the Pangluya system. And it will be returning on January 10th, 2021 uh, at 10 p.m. UTC from the Bragorum Du system. It's going to take a trip of 83,919.41 light years, so 84,000 light years. And we've got a link to the EDSM for that expedition. You still have a week to get in on it if this is something you want to get in on. It is a very cool expedition that's being put on. It is in both English and French. They've got a Discord. They've got information. They've got all kinds of plans of things to do on the way. Also, Mercury Wings is an expedition that's being put on by the DSSA on November 22nd, 2020. They're going to be taken off at 8 p.m. UTC from Pamesh. And they'll be returning on January 17, 2021 at 8 p.m. UTC at, ooh, here we go. Thuekoia. Uh, I want to put that one in chat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in, in the show notes. Thuecoia, uh, zebra echo or Zulu echo alpha, uh, space G zero. Brothers and sisters of the void is the name that EDSM has given this, uh, this system. Just and it is, off the tongue. yeah, right. And it is part of the DSSA. It is a, an official part of that. They've got all kinds of plans and event again on their EDSM page, which we have listed for you. They have different events and things they're going to do and all kinds of stuff. So it'll be good stuff. All right. Next up, Obsidian Ant put out a video. The Alliance power grab in the Coalsack Nebula. Very cool video, very interesting and it raises some points that uh we're going to talk about later in the this one of the discussion topics, but I just wanted to highlight the release of that video and tell everybody to go and check it out. Woo. That brings us up. Next I get to take a break, Arson. Next up we've got the epic sale. Everyone all week has been saying Elite is free on Epic next, and you know, and and that's cool. But it doesn't really, it doesn't really sort of help you, other than to say it's free on Epic, which you've already heard five thousand times this week. At Elite week, we now. like to go. At Elite Week, we like to go a little deeper, though. So Arson, explain sort of the intricacies of this to people, so that they know what they need to do to actually make this work for them. Absolutely. So uh,
4: as as some people who are familiar with Epic already know, the whole point of this particular deal with Frontier with them is to get people to use their game launcher. Uh, And a lot of people may not realize that up off the bat. So there are a few rules, uh, as I have deemed them that you need to keep in mind when you are using elite or an elite account purchased or obtained for free this week on the Epic Game Store. Those rules include that linking a new Epic Games purchase or free copy of Elite from the Epic Game Store to an existing Frontier account with an established commander will make that purchase access your existing account, a.k.a. you basically lose your purchase. If you do this, contact Frontier support and request that they unlink your account so you can link it to a new one. There's already been evidence of Frontier doing this among the community. Uh, And you can only play your Epic Games Elite account when launching from the Epic Games app. Even if you go to the launcher that is installed by Epic Games, you still have to launch the Epic Games app. Then click the launcher from there because it transfers that login credential and entitlement to the launcher. And that's the only way you can access that Elite account purchased through Epic. The other thing is... um, The Epic Games installation of Elite references the same bindings, settings and journal files in your Windows documents as the app data and save games. So all of your controls, your bindings, uh, your graphic settings, and the journal files locations are all stored in the same spot. So if you use a Steam launcher and the standard launcher and an Oculus launcher, what have you, they're all going to share that same file location for storing your settings and your journal data. Uh, And the other thing is, if you want, you can use the, the Epic Launcher to log into other accounts, uh, such as the standard Elite account or a Steam purchased copy in which you don't use the Steam credentials to use. So if you bought the game on Steam, took the CD key and registered it on Frontier's website, you can log into that with the Epic Launcher as well. Uh, just keep in mind, if you log out of the Epic Launcher for Elite to log into another alternate account, uh, you will need to close that launcher and relaunch it in order to log back into your Epic account, and that pretty yeah. much sums it up. Uh, so just don't link your account to an existing commander, and make sure to set those all up with additional emails that you set up. Arston, yes. I, I had
1: a question for you. I've, I've, so I've uh, bought my free alt on uh, Epic. I haven't done anything with it. I was waiting to see what you know the dust settle, and uh, looking forward to these instructions. So I don't want to, just to clarify, I don't want to link anything on Epic to an existing Frontier account. If I don't do that, which I guess is the right thing, will launching through Epic take me through creating a new Frontier account for that new alt? Is that how that works?
4: Yeah, so okay. when you, when you first launch the Elite Dangerous launcher from the Epic client, uh, you'll see a traditional launcher, except instead of seeing all of the launcher, you know, the news articles and all that stuff, you'll see a pop up over that and everything else on it will be grayed out and it'll say, Hey, you need to link your account in order to play. And you can either click link account or you can click Use an Existing Account. If you hit Use an Existing Account, that's where you're gonna be prompted to log in with, say, your standard Frontier account. You click Link an Account, it sends you to a link that you can only obtain through that button. There's no other way to get it. You click that button, it sends you to the link, and then you can either, uh, at that point, log in with a Frontier account you created ahead of time, or fill out the form and create a new Frontier account right there. Yeah, but you will
1: those button labels seem a bit a bit uh, confusing, because if you're trying to avoid linking something, you actually do need to click the link button to make the new account.
4: I couldn't agree with you more. I've been paying very, very heavy close attention to this issue uh, since it came out, uh, because I like alt accounts. And uh, that is a point that I have to say definitely needs
0: to be made more clear in the launcher. Okay. okay, well, thank you for that. Let me bring this around to something here that that I find interesting. And again, I'm going to throw in a shameless plug for the Elite Week Discord. For those of you who are on the Elite Week Discord all week, things like this are discussed today as this was going through and problems were being had with all of this stuff. It was discussed. There were instructions. There was help given answers, you know, questions answered. But here's uh, here's one thing. Uh, And this was a discussion that was had earlier. Let's say And I'm not saying anyone should do this. I'm simply posing a hypothetical question for arson. I don't condone anything. I don't endorse anything. Leave my name out of it if this comes up in the future. But let's just say that, for example, I was, oh, I don't know, an Elite Dangerous streamer. Or just a person that really was a huge evangelist for Elite Dangerous that really wanted to sort of get people hyped and excited about this game. And let's say I I were to, let's say I were (laughs) to go ahead and, oh, I don't know, create 50 different, uh, uh, you, or sorry, uh, uh, Google mail accounts that are just throwaway that'll say, let's call them, you know, Elite Dangerous, uh, a thousand through Elite Dangerous, a thousand fifty, uh, at youtube.com or at Google.com rather. And then I were to go to the Elite or the Epic store and were to click on the thing to attach 50 different brand new uh elite sort of accounts or whatever to the those Gmails and then just not initiate them, not do anything with them. Just they're there and I have them. And then let's say, oh, I don't know. I'm a streamer who every week streams Elite Dangerous and people come into my chat and they're like, that game looks cool. What is it? And I were to say, oh, this is Elite Dangerous, it's a cool game, it's this, that, and the other, you can travel around, billions of star systems, lots to see, one-to-one recreation of the galaxy, yada, yada, yada. And then they were to say, wow, that looks really cool, I'm going to save up and, you know, whatever, next payday in two weeks on Friday, I'm going to buy this thing for myself. You could say, hey, man, I'm glad you're in part of my stream audience, I, I'm glad you're enjoying this stuff, how about you just, here, take this... Take this code. Here's a throwaway Gmail account. Here's a code. Go, go set it up. Change the Gmail uh uh password or whatever, make it something that's just yours that, that nobody else knows. And then uh, you know, now that person, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, has a free Elite Dangerous account. And then they can turn around and and use that and the money that Epic paid to. Frontier to get that free account and then they were to you know go ahead and buy odyssey to add to it and now they're a whole new person in the sort of ecosystem i don't know just thinking out loud orange what do you think
5: um i'm gonna try and be the spoil sport here okay i i I haven't read up on on Epic's uh, end-user license agreement, but I think Mm. the transferring of accounts is kind of against that. Like, nobody should probably... I don't think anyone's going to rat anyone out, but... Mm. Yes, well, uh, you're absolutely
0: right. Everyone should not do this if it in any way violates a EULA, because God knows no one ever violates a EULA. Roy... Do, I, I, again, I do not <laughs> recommend that you do that. So, so don't do it. Go ahead. As, as
1: I was listening to to your hypothetical example, I felt a sudden disturbance in the force, as though <laughs> everyone in accounting at FDev was silently <laughs> shouting
0: "No!" Oh, I, actually, you shouldn't say that, uh, because everybody at Epic might be shouting "No," but the way this thing works out is. Epic takes all that stupid Fortnite money and throws money at Elite Dangerous at Frontier to make this stuff. It's not, Ep- Epic actually compensates the hmm. game companies. It's not free as in Elite Dangerous Frontier is giving it away. It's free in that Fortnite is subsidizing your free ride to Frontier. So yeah. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. That changes it. All right. Okay, again, everyone, don't do that. <laughs> all right, I think we've covered that sufficiently. Tell people not to do that.
4: Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I will add, uh, it is theoretically possible in my testing to verify all the mechanics. I definitely verified there does not appear to be anything uh, whatsoever trying to block users from spamming accounts. I have seen some people on the Elite Week Discord and other places say they already have upwards of 15 ca- accounts. Uh, when i registered arson are you
0: muted because sorry i'm getting a note here saying no sound in youtube are you muted
4: uh no i'm not muted okay
0: no someone else says sound is working no they're just just trolling arson
4: yeah yeah no sorry sorry guys i'm i'm not giving you the opportunity for the shots um
0: that drinking game game has been fat's spun up around arson being muted so yeah go ahead <laughs> but, but, uh, so basically what you're saying arson is that you tested it and you were able to create multiple accounts but if it is again and i don't know if it's against a eula if if someone should read that thing i haven't looked yeah if so it is against a eula definitely don't do it because that would be naughty yeah account
4: sharing and account transfers are both against the elite dangerous eula I am almost certain that that is also the case for the EULA on the Epic Games uh, accounts. Uh, obviously, if you do it, and that gets banned, oh well, somebody lost a free yeah. account, it's, but don't it's do it.
5: Right here. Oh, sorry. It's right here at the start. One license grant. Epic grants you personal, non-exclusive, non-transferable, non- exclusive non transferable non sublicensable limited right and license to use the software services, blah 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 blah. All right. Yep. Well, then I take back. Well, I mean, yep. I don't take it back because I didn't now suggest it. I didn't suggest it.
0: I was just saying <laughs> theoretically, but I'm against it, so don't do it. Hey, All right. Still doing right. on. That. All
5: right, hands where <laughs> I can see them. Yep. All right, so don't do it. Moving <laughs> on.
0: We've got uh, in addition to uh, everyone enjoying their one free account that they don't transfer <laughs> to the ep- on the Epic Store.
5: Uh, also. I mean, you can afford
0: to fifteen for yourself. <laughs> oh, for personal okay. use. Yeah, personal yeah. use is fine. Right. All right. So create a bunch for personal <clears throat> use, and yeah, that's it. All right. So in addition to that, HCS Voice Packs is running a special. So what they decided to do is to say, "Hey, we're going to hop on us too, and we're going to get some good press." So they put out a poll last week that people could vote on to see who would get. Uh, a free like which one of these free voice packs you wanted and the winner of the poll was the kate voice pack so right now you can go to hcs voice pack uh the and we have it's just basically www.hcs voice plural.com no spaces no underscores no nothing but it's in the show notes you can go there and you can get that voice pack for free uh and i think you still no didn't they make the actual the actual straight up voice attack is already free right or is it like like two three pounds
4: it's it's like five dollars for voice attack you can get it on steam uh, and you can buy it directly from voice attack rather um and just a quick note when you look for kate on the voice attack website or not voice attack (laughs) hts voice packs, it is it shows the full price but if you read the description there is a discount code that
0: will take the price off of it and you use that during checkout so use that discount discount Code and the it goes from being like 20 bucks, it's like 15 pounds to being free when you add in the code. So, get that in addition to that. I want to highlight for voice, uh, uh, HCS voice packs. I, yeah, I'm gonna say that wrong every last time. They have a new voice pack, uh, Delta, which is basically like it. I'm not gonna say it's GLaDOS because copyright, but it's GLaDOS. So, uh, yeah, you could get, you know, hello, uh, this is a Aperture science, you can get that in your cockpit just without the song. Uh also and what's even the point? Uh I mean, if you want it. Uh in addition to that though, the one that I'm super, super excited for, the one I'm in love with Crusoe. Uh Eileen uh Perez is an amazing astrophysicist who worked on the uh um what do you call it? Uh Cassini uh program for for NASA, as well as several other uh, programs. And they just got in they added in so they had her as an existing voice pack under Crusoe that you could get. But if you got her, they just added in this pack where one of the most, you know, brilliant astrophysicists on the planet gives you real scientific information about all kinds of things like black holes and nebulas and and, and pulsars, neutron stars, et cetera, et cetera, all kinds of cool shit. So get in there and get on that. Get yourself a two for one, you know, go, go get Kate for free and, and Eileen or Truso for, for, you know, the, 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 pay and, and fill up your cockpit with, uh, really smart, cool, uh, chicks who will, uh, teach you about the galaxy and, and run your ship for you. It's good stuff. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully this shit will start to become available with PlayStation five and Xbox series X or whatever. Cause I'm I, every time I see stuff like this, cool stuff for the PC master race, I'm always bummed out for my Xbox and PlayStation brothers and sisters. Everyone. I'm, I'm a big fan of no one percenters. Let's make everything sort of open for everyone and, and, and open this shit up. Um, let's see oh it, it it appears Roy I think you have something you uh
1: Yo, I noticed that uh, arson's creating a new count here on screen and I just thought maybe the audience might have some suggestions for for naming his commander just type them in the chat
0: yeah yeah um yeah cool and Arson you had something on the HTS voice packs I already did that okay. Beautiful. <laughs> moving on. We've got... We're, we're moving up to Frontier News. I wonder if Arson has anything for that. For news beyond the game, it's Frontier News. Nailed it. I did. <laughs> Seamless. All right. Right off the bat. First thing, we got patches, changes, and maintenance. There was a stealth patch. No information was given on it other than it was stated that it was, quote, in preparation for the epics game sale but you know what there's some funky stuff that they hid in there first off for like an hour or two there was some extra menus that were showing up arson throw that up on the screen there yeah look at that consumables in your inventory that is some straight up odyssey shit right there it was on and then it was turned off so like Hmm. yeah it's something they added they tested they looked at checked it off the list and then we're like oh turn it off before the monkeys notice well guess what we noticed in addition to that there seems to be a new option in the main menu where you can see ping and packet loss i've talked to Stuart gt about it and he's super super excited he hadn't noticed it and he's like oh we're gonna look into this we're gonna start yeah this is some new stuff we're gonna look into this now i don't i don't know a hundred percent if uh you know, I can't 100% say that that's new—that ping time and packet loss—but I think it is, and so far people are telling me they think it is. So, yeah, yeah.
5: Arson, can you get me that screenshot sometime?
0: <clears throat> absolutely. Yep, it's in the, yeah, it's in the Discord. We'll share it with you absolutely after after the the thing. Or and do, and it is also in the. Sh- it's going to be in the show notes for everyone.
5: I'm going to do some digging on my own of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, there's, uh, you know, there's some new stuff here. So, let's look into it. Okay. Now, when we get to newsletter uh, and store update, Newsletter 306 just dropped today. They talk about the game rebalancing, which we're going to hit in a little bit. They talk about the Scarab Mastery Championship trailer, which we're going to hit in a bit. They talk about the Fatherhood News. I contacted the community management team and said, Hey, uh, you know, last week we did our show and we talked about, we shouted out the Fatherhood News. is a very cool new funky news service that like they're doing very very cool sort of uh written narrative of of stuff going on within the fatherhood um sort of sphere of influence and uh it's a very very cool project uh i gave it a huge thumbs up i promoted it here on the show and i wanted to take that next step so i contacted the community management team told them about this cool thing uh, and they were like, they looked into it, and they were like, "Yeah, the man, that's cool." They shouted it out on the stream that they did, and they put it in the newsletter today. So, big, big shout out to everyone over at the Fatherhood Player Group and uh, and and their their program. Uh, they talked about the new HCS Voice Pack stuff. They talked about the live streams and um, the store spotlight. Uh, This is week one of two for Black Friday sales. Now, many things are 30% off this week, and they will also be 30% off next week. In addition to that, starting next week, both the Midnight Black and the Stygian paint jobs will be available. Um, This is the one time of year you can get that Midnight Black paint job. Stygian comes around here and there for special occasions. But midnight is only ever Black Friday, so get in on this while you can. Get it now. You're not going to see it again for another year. And they also talked about the Galnet News coverage. Now, with regard to streams, there was just one. They didn't do a stream on Thursday because they were dealing with the aforementioned, you know, take a drink every time it's the game. Take a drink every time I say Epic Game Store Sale. That's what they were dealing with. So, um, Please, we don't want liver failures here. (laughs) You know, whatever. so uh but this one stream that they did was tuesday uh november 17th stream which was super cruise news number 13 with cm art and cm bruce uh who were doing a cqc stream and they talked about some news stuff now they talked about the free hcs voice pack they talked about the fatherhood news uh shout out they talked about the scarab challenge And then they got to the big bombs. This was when they first announced the game balance pass. And this is where they first announced and discussed the idea of fallen commander memorials. Now, the game balance pass, um, I think we're going to, you know what? Let's just get in on it now. Let's get in on both right now for discussion. With regard to the game balance pass, here's how I feel. Um... A, I give them a huge salute. I think it's fantastic. I think it's absolutely been needed for quite some time. And I think that it is smart for them to... Some people have said like, wow, this they're doing it now and all of this stuff is coming. I think they need to do it now so that they can clear it off their plate in preparation for all of the new stuff that's coming. Because let's be honest, we are...
5: What? Not really doing anything.
0: Well, we so we're like, we are two months away, maybe from, you know, we're anywhere from, I would say, eight to 12 weeks away from the drop of Odyssey. It's coming quick. And the it we are. So look, it's coming quick. And the fact of the matter is, is if they get this cleared now with all the new people coming in or whatever, it'll be out of the way. As opposed to if they wait, when it drops, there's a lot of stuff coming. And when it drops, they're going to be busy for some time. And that's not the time to try to handle all of that. You want to get things locked down and in good shape before you move on to all of the new stuff. So the fact as a matter is, is this is a good thing to do. Absolutely, I 100% give them salute for that. Now, let's look at the one thing that I have an issue with. They started with mining. And starting with mining is okay in the sense of like, okay, yeah, we need to get this under control. But what they stated in the live stream and what they stated in the forum post is that they want to make incremental changes and they want to review what we do and based off of the feedback of what we're doing and how it works, make tweaks and changes here and there, up and down, whatever over incremental changes over a period of time to get it where it needs to be. This is the problem that I have with that idea. How the hell can you get meaningful data on the three game loops? Cause the three game loops for mining are laser mining, subsurface deposit, and core deposit. How the hell can you get meaningful data to try to compare and contrast between these three forms of mining when, because of the pulse wave analyzer being broken, two of those loops are, are basically borked right now? You can't get effective data or real data on what those two would be. And because of that, you can't even get real data on the first one because there are people that are laser mining right now that wouldn't be if their their other preferred methods of mining were available to them. So they're stuck going this way. So all three branches of of mining right now are not going to give you, they're going to give you false data as far as what the actual whatever would be based on these changes. I just don't see how you could possibly get good information to make changes based on this situation. I've asked Frontier this question directly and not gotten a response. I've stated it on the show and not gotten a response. I've seen other people in places, in the discords, and the forums, asking the same question and not gotten a response. I think it's important for Frontier to explain what the hell they're thinking with regard to this because it just makes no sense to me all right let's start with orange i see orange roy and and tweaked all want to get in on this let's start with orange go ahead
5: uh my point is actually not very relevant anymore so skip me okay roy
1: so this whole thing about going into a balance pass right now to me it feels like if uh you know, launching Odyssey was slaying the dragon smog. They've decided to go through the Merkwood Forest on the way. Um, there's nothing easy about doing these balance passes, and I commend them because it's necessary, just as going through Merkwood Forest was necessary, but there's there's nothing I uh, look, there's no way they're going to go through this unscathed. Um You know, we'll talk in a bit, I guess, about what's going on in the forums about the current things in the past week. But if that's any indication, uh, they better have some flame-proof armor on as they go through this process. There's there's no way to get through it unscathed. Um, I commend them. I commend them for finally doing it. I was kind of surprised that they would be able to do all of this before a rework of the engine, which kind of begs the question, why didn't we do this three months ago? Um, But, you know, now's better than never. Um, but wow, this is not going to be easy. And, uh, I, I think it's going to end up being an iterative process. Um, you know, the only, <clears throat> the only thing I can compare it to, I've only played this game for a year or so is, is, uh, the carrier beta where they had to take a couple runs at it and, and, uh, that was interesting, a bit rough. So this, this is, this is going to be a wild ride, I think
0: interesting yeah if they would have done it three months ago the pulse wave analyzer was still working it would it would have been about <laughs> two to three weeks before it, it, it hit the road so that would have been a good time tweets your
2: thoughts all right first and foremost A credit balance pass was desperately needed in this game. The fact that we have had for quite a long time now, brand new commanders coming in laser mining for a week or two and going right up to an anaconda and stuff is is a good way to get to a broken game long term. So they are finally trying to get to that and take care of it. Now yes, I believe they should fix the pulse wave scanner, that is kind of important, but I think focusing on that is thinking kind of small term, small picture. What they're trying to do is bring all of the game loops together. So mining is this week, right? That's what they're focusing on this week. They're not going to get enough, even if the Pulse Wave Analyzer was working right, they're not going to get enough data in one week to get it exactly where they want it. Next week, they're going to buffer combat and bring that up. I think the data they want to get is when they start getting all of those things closer and, and in the right area, how everybody reacts and how the money making starts happening and all of that. I think they want to get it all big picture. The pulse wave scanner. Yes, absolutely should be fixed. I don't understand what is taking so long to get it fixed, but I think what FDev is trying to do here is make it so that if you want to make money, you are not held to go mining. You can do it in a different way. And we're finally getting to that point.
0: I a hundred percent get what you're saying, uh, tweaked, but I would point out that I don't think you get any data right now until you fix pulse wave analyzer all we're going to have a week right now of changes to mining. And I don't think you get any, any useful data without having all three game loops being operational. Uh, all right. Paul, uh, orange, you had a thing.
5: So like you guys are talking about the pulse wave fix first, like before I, I go into that anymore, like are people still mining? Because to me, it looks like they obviously still are like even though it may be hard like i don't know i i
2: yeah. just can't yeah. imagine
5: some people not being
2: too stubborn to just there absolutely gosh, just, are people out there successfully core mining right now that's that's a fact there are people they, out there doing they that. Stuff.
0: they are doing it but they are not doing it at the proper rates they're doing it despite the fact that they're gimped with the the thing being broken so i'm now, just saying that you can't really get useful data on measuring that comparing the three Loops. now
5: what if what if they now just want to get the ball rolling say that right. stuff is like you you've mentioned before and like January maybe late February we would get a like we would get into odyssey and and that pulse wave fix would be be rolled into that because I think burped and as well as in uh like a, a moment that uh a panel that David Braben did at Frontier Expo, um, when that happened, like they said, like it Burpitt said that right now they've they've probably got their their code their spaghetti and they're they're all like untangling it, lining it up, lining it up neatly. Like it doesn't make sense to go and, and put in small fixes because that that means that the entire like base that they're that they're making stuff on that they're fixing bugs before release on would change. So I want to
0: I want to go on the record. I don't think there's any justification for the pulse wave analyzer to be broken all the way up till Odyssey launch. That needs to be fixed way before Odyssey launch.
5: Not saying not saying it has to stay broken. Just going like to me it, and and also as I've heard David Braben say, if I recall this correctly, like, they don't want to do small incremental changes and constantly have the team, like, mm-hmm. shift the, oh. the, the code base they're working off of. 100%. So, like, they'll, they'll, they'll keep it, they'll keep it in the way for a long time so that oh, they yeah. can, like, fix a bunch, bunch of stuff at once. And that's why the smaller patches, you know, the more often than not break, break more than they fix. <laughs> I
0: completely agree with you, and that is a completely viable justification that I accept wholeheartedly for things like Invincible Thargoid Heart or Wing and Multi-Crew not working or Multi-Crew and SRV or different things like that. 100%, I agree with you. Don't dig deep into it, whatever. But this is – Pulse Wave Analyzer was a thing that absolutely worked under the existing code base. They made – a small tweak and change, and something just borked on it. It's been seventy-five days. Somebody somewhere needs to spend a day and get it working. I'm
5: not saying it doesn't have to be fixed. I'm just saying, like, yeah, this no. this might be why. A
0: hundred uh, percent. Tweak, did you have something else you wanted to add onto that?
2: Yeah, I just think we're focusing on the wrong thing here. I mean, at this is—I've seen a lot of this too. Everybody's focusing on, oh, they they, they took away our pay night mining. It's going to be six hundred thousand credits best price now and and we can't go core mining because it's broken i think that's just i think they're looking big picture they're not going to get even if like i said even with that working they're not going to get any real solid empirical data in a week so i I really think they just need to get all of this started get all of them done and then they're going to be getting their data
0: (laughs) all right we need to wrap this up and move on to the next topic but i do want to point out one thing I want to make a very clear delineation between my point on you're not getting any valuable data with the pulse wave analyzer broken from that, because I have definitely seen a mountain of salt and rage on the forums that is completely, I think, misguided. And, and I want to, I want to clarify this. I do not co-sign on the people in there that are saying you've broken mining completely. This game is dead. This, that, and the other. First off, number one, you people need to fucking chill, okay, because you haven't even seen what it is yet. If next week you were to find that things were broken beyond all whatever, then absolutely you can express your, your displeasure at that point. All you've seen is a few speculative things where they said, hey, this price is going to be here and we're planning to do this, but they've already said that they, this is just a process of getting it started there're going to be iterative changes you might see on monday mining is in x state and then on tuesday it's at x plus 12% and wednesday it's at you know uh x plus 8% it goes up a little and then it goes down a little then it goes here and then it goes there this is a process uh and i i i think from seeing Sort of the process that, that they went through with regard to the beta for fleet carriers, how it started off as an absolute shit show and it ended up as a pretty good product. I think this group has earned our faith in saying like, Hey man, let's give them a little rope here to change some stuff. It, it, let's be, we all know, let's be honest. This game has been out of balance with regard to credit generation for a while. This is not a secret or should be a shock to anyone. The fact that they're seeing this and addressing it, I want to absolutely applaud them for it. And if there are some growing pains along the process, I absolutely want to give them sort of the, the rope that I think they have earned the goodwill that they have earned and let them work it through. The only thing that I'm questioning, and I I don't want to like shit on them for it. I just want to point it out. I don't see how you get any useful data without the pulse wave analyzer fixed, but that's just me. All right. Let's, let's actually move to the second point because we, we we definitely have a lot to discuss here. The, the, the whole idea of memorials for fallen commanders. Now, Looking at this, basically, Art said, and he didn't elaborate on what it is, but what he said is, I've got an idea. I've got an idea that I think will work. I'm working with Dav. I think we can make something work here. Now, they've done some beautiful things in the past with regards to stuff like, you know, Jella Wiggler's daughter who passed, uh, and and they put out that, that system named after her, and they put a beacon there. They have had a few specific situations where they've made very specific um sort of effort to put stuff in the game but we're living in a world of COVID. we're living in a time of you know let's be honest a lot of people having illnesses and sickness and hardness hard hard times and 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 some 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 things that are happening that make it such that this may be more and more needed in the future and art made a very I, I, you got to say this man i i i dig the fact that he just says it how it is all right and art said flat out here's the thing uh we got train we, for everyone we yeah we, we there's only so much we can do now with that being the case let's look at what you can do and and i think the obvious i mean to me the thing that screams out is Elite has had a very important piece of lore that has been missing from Elite Dangerous, and that is the Tianisla graveyard. The Tianisela Graveyard is, you know, a huge graveyard of ships that are there in system that are a, a kind of a, 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 a important focal point and, and a memorial. And I think that you could do a lot of stuff with, for example, the Tianisela graveyard where you say, Hey, we're going to Every, I don't know, six months or every year, we're going to put in another area and you just have a massive sort of area of wrecks. You instance in, you zone into that instance of a bunch of different wrecks and maybe each year's, you know, 3306s, Memorial 3307s, 3308s, you have a... know set of stuff there and then you you zone into the 3306 one and maybe there's a wall for fallen commanders there and it has a list of names or something there's lots of things that you could do there but with a not exorbitant amount of resources you could put in a memorial of of that type or it could be something completely different art said he's got an idea he's working with dav they're going to get back to us but he wanted to raise it obviously that's not a thing. If you just had an idea and it was like, eh, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't think that's the kind of thing you mention on a stream and get the community excited or interested or, or talking about. So the fact of the matter is, is it's a thing that obviously has progressed to the point where he feels interested to share it and gather community feedback. What do you guys think? Tweaked?
2: yeah I like you said, the TNS like graveyard is, is lore wise the perfect answer. you could put they they could do something there where they could add names fairly uh, I don't want to say easy but without too much effort probably and that would be accessible to everybody that has horizons, which is now everybody has horizons uh, and so you wouldn't need Odyssey to get to it. The only thing I would say is is if you did want to do something where Odyssey was involved. I think it would be a very cool thing to have a, a like a, uh, I don't know, a, a giant cemetery or a, a, an hold, honorable hold wall a on some planet somewhere.
5: Isn't the Theonis-less uh, graveyard in space? Yeah. Yes. So then what's, what does Horizons have to do with this?
2: That's what I mean. Everybody that has the game right now, you wouldn't need Odyssey to get to the the, the graveyard in space. But I was saying, if you had it on the pl- a planet somewhere, you could set up a very cool memorial on the ground in a building, somewhere that would be very cool to go down and visit. But hmm. but then you would require people to have Odyssey to do that. So I don't know if they would want to go that route.
0: Okay. Uh, Roy, you had a thought? Yeah. Well, I look. I, it's
1: perhaps true that with the year we're in and covid and all this there might be a, a an, an increase in that but i think just generally when you have a game that has millions of players and as the community grows it's a it's a concept that's going to need a home uh no matter what eventually and and it's a it's a testament to the game that so many people think this way about the game that they want to use this as a vehicle um t- to sort of express this kind of respect for for people that have passed and so forth so it's a, it's a kind of a I don't know. In a weird kind of way, if they figure this out, this could be kind of a a genre leading move um, because I can imagine. I I know in a lot of other games I played in the past, there's there's stuff where you know people actually get married in games, and there's 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 all kinds of life rituals that people will project onto project onto uh, their favorite MMO where they have a community and all their friends and that sort of thing. So why not? like this is just one more of the sort of rituals of life and if they can figure out a way to do this intelligently and and respectfully um you know that that could be a that could be kind of a big deal
0: agreed arson
4: i just want to show my support for the idea of using the Tia Nisla graveyard for that purpose. I especially liked uh, your idea Kai about having one POI in Super Cruise for each year of the game's history. I really really dug that.
0: And uh Orange, I know you had a thing about that.
5: Yeah, well also like wanna wanna put my support behind the idea
0: mm-hmm.
5: as as you could very easily just either have a, a beacon or you know simply just put some like Assign random ships uh, a thing you can scan to, to, you know, like to get a to get a commander name. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, also like we, I, I heard like I heard mentions that this could be genre leading, but like they've been almost like for the the time this game has been live, I think they've been almost leading that genre. Mm. Because there's already so many memorials in game, from famous people to loved ones for commanders, to commanders themselves, to pets. Like, mm. I, I I don't know if there's a list anywhere, but it's probably a very long one.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
5: I think we're going to close out this
0: uh this segment or or, or subject with uh, uh, a beautiful thought from Tweaked on this.
2: Yeah, I just think we really need to credit frontier for for even considering doing this this is a a spectacular thing they're doing for the community and to me it really shows how much they care about the community and that they realize that how much the elite dangerous universe means to us I, i just think it's it's a credit to frontier and and it's it really to me it makes them stand out amongst their peers in this industry well said all right, moving
0: to the next point. We've got forum posts. Right off the bat, we're going to start with the game balancing post that Bruce Garrido made this morning. Nope, not that one, Arson, the other one. The post is already up to 25 pages as of a couple hours ago when I looked. I'm sure it's over that now. It is just ridiculous and
5: I'm going to hard
0: I strongly recommend that anyone who wants... Now, if you're the type that you're going to... This is going to, you know, just shit in your Wheaties, give it a pass. But if you're the type that you could uh, pour yourself a little Jack and Coke and just laugh at the ridiculous sort of over-the-top salt and tears and lighting your hair on fire from, Oh my God, the end is not... Then you're going to definitely get a good chuckle out of this because this thread is just a dumpster fire there's some good stuff in it there is there is but it's got a decent amount of dumpster fire to it of people that are just already complaining that everything is broken i quit and i'm never playing this game again and it's like you haven't even seen it yet dude and they've already said that whatever it is on monday is not what it's going to be where it ends they're tweaking here and there and there's lots of different pieces and components and whatever now in that in that thread there are some good statements and theoretical arguments and like hey what about this or what about that or hey thank you for giving this you know some attention or whatever but, man, is there some fucking salt in that thread? Uh all right, Arson, I know you had a a point that you want to make on there. well, actually, you know what? because I know I think where you're gonna go. let me get to the second part of this and then <laughs> Are we'll you just sure? free that's up. not it but <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm still gonna hit it. Let's just get this done. The second part of this that I found super, super interesting was there's a brucey bonus in that thread and it was now you could put up that that picture, uh, uh, art or uh, arson. In that thread, there was Bruce was responding to someone, and he said, "And I quote: I'm pre, I'm pro open only power play and BGS. Personally, I understand this is a long-standing debate, and know a few uh, of the reasons it hasn't happened before." maybe we'll be ready to have that conversation again sometime in the near future which i gotta say i know not everybody is gonna like that but for me huge salute 10 thumbs up 11 if you count the hard on i'm (laughs) excited for yes bring open only to power play and bgs it would be fucking awesome all right, now we've got the whole subject open for everyone. Let's start with Arson's feedback. Go. Boing. Uh,
4: I, I, I will emulate your third thumb as well. Um, as, as far as that's concerned, I'll respond to the open only thing. I know uh, a couple years ago, while Sandro was still on the team for Elite, uh, he was starting to entertain the idea of open only power play. I am so
0: happy to even hear the remote whisper of that being considered thank you Let, let's keep in mind though that he raised the thought and then immediately he got shit on on the forums by a bunch of salty 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 people so who knows how that's going to go, go ahead,
5: but we, we didn't deserve sandro uh, yeah
4: I, I i'm i agree with that it's one of the things though is you know people are going to salt on it people like their single player they like that safety i get it i'm sure frontier will find a balance uh, the other thing that I wanted to say, though, just real quick, was that uh, I, I want to compliment Bruce for his general activity in the entire thread, not just the the open play plug, but in general, mm-hmm. he has been going through, at least on the first 12 pages that I was able to read before it got out of control, uh, <laughs> he is doing amazing with paying attention to what people are saying, uh, acknowledging posts, going through, and even asking questions where they need yeah. to be asked for certain things. And I think that is fantastic.
0: And I'm also going to plug Bruce. Please read mine. It's in there, too. Yeah, I think I think uh, Bruce drew the, the short straw that everybody else just left and was like, okay, good luck, deal with that. And uh, But he's <laughs> he's doing Yeoman's work. He's giving it his all. We're going to skip Roy's thought for the end because I think that's a beautiful place to wrap it up. And let's move to <laughs> tweaks. Okay.
2: Well, as a BGS guy, I, I've been a proponent of open only bgs for some time only because if if for example i'm working my factions bgs and and it's going backwards and it's because people are working bgs against us in solo or private group there is no way to combat that Hmm. Uh, i get people want to stay safe and do it and, and i would say that if they want it if they don't want to make it open only then wait it. Make the BGS, make the work you do for the BGS count for more in open than it does in solo. So you got to do twice the amount of work in solo to affect it.
0: Uh, while I absolutely see your point and actually kind of agree with it, I also see the counterpoint that Orange Spark is about to make. Go.
5: Now it's... so So think about this. Not everyone... Plays uh, like not everyone plays in uh, solo or even private group because they want to. I know I know several commanders act like right now and and throughout the years who've been kind of forced into solo play because of mm. a shitty connection, um, other PC issues. Like not every like people who would very much like to play an open who very much like to play the BGS, but couldn't because of other technical issues. Do you really do you really think those people should be should be punished for no fault of their own for just you know wanting to play the game?
0: All right, we're going to give about ten seconds for Arson's counter to the counter, and then we're going to go to uh, Roy's wrap up. Go. I just want
4: to say that having somebody fight against me in the BGS from Solo feels the same way that it would feel for somebody to attack me in open ship to ship with
0: God mode.
5: So I mean. Yeah, what, if, what, if, what if two people are fighting each other we can't, from solo? We can't,
0: all right, we can't keep going round. Because I get what you're saying, but this is going to go round and round in circles ad infinitum. So I, I, we get the one point and the other point, and it's it, it's rough. They're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. But, Roy, hit your point to close out this thought.
1: Yeah, so just on the topic of the forums in general, this is a callback to what we were talking about of how, how to help new players in the game uh, at the beginning of this episode. People that are coming to this from, from, you know, Epic. Uh, Discord... Probably the biggest the biggest favor we can do new players that we know is to point them to discords, uh, helpful discords, instead of the forums. The forums is not the place, at least not right now, to, to um, perhaps learn a lot in a positive environment. So there's so many positive uh, and helpful discords and, uh, like... Elite Week, Galactic Academy, Loose Screws, Down to Earth, the Burr Pit. We've got our, our Twitch streamer friends like Boss Lady B. Like there's so many things like that where people can just go and have fun and have reasonable conversations with people and supportive help. Like that's the environment we need to send people to. Forums are fun to, you know, have a box of popcorn and you know, watch the flames, but it's not the helpful place to send new people. I just wanted to mention that given the the new audience that may be coming in.
0: I get it. Alright, I know there's everybody has more points you want to make on this one. We <laughs> gotta we gotta let this go and move on because we'll be here all night on this one. Alright, so after the the uh the forum post then that, that takes us to Galnet news articles. All right, Roy hit the Galnet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so let's see here. We had uh, some some pretty interesting things evolve in Galnut this week. Uh, First up, uh, Emperor decides Hadrian devolves status, so Ashling was, I guess, petitioning to get Hadrian uh, back into the family, and they kind of struck a weird compromise where they pardoned his uh, wayward faction but didn't actually give him status and mm-hmm. the comment in the article was like like is this sort of a new alliance between the two young Duvals that sets them up for a future power move so maybe there's a bit of a cabal forming there the best
0: um, the absolute best summation of that story was on galnet news digest our our guest last week waltherspoon and and uh and uh beetle jude who uh, said uh to sum it up they said he's not a prince but he's no longer a naughty boy so I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. All right, next good. up,
1: that's great. Uh, next up was uh, the Coalsack Nebula campaign completed its initial stages. Um, so this is obviously referring. This is the in-game narrative referring to the two uh, uh, community goals, and I think we'll touch on those later in the show. But holy cow, going going on those things wrapped up mm. fast. Yeah. Um, and fast and hugely successful. So. Everything that was promised, as far as stations getting created, is going to happen. And uh, the thargoids got stomped, and it all happened way faster than people expected. So we'll have some we'll have some more discussion on that, I'm sure. All right. Um, November eighteenth, uh, terrorists identified among the Mar- Marlinist refugees. Uh, so this to me is like no good deed goes unpunished. Uh, Federation tries to help some people, and then they get. You know, if the thing goes sideways on them.
0: Sort of. I would, I would, would add here that this is part of the sub story of the the Federation, and and the sub story is this: when the Marlinists, not the NMLA, the peaceful Marlinist, wanted to seek asylum within the Federation, immediately the president of the Federation, Jack, Zach Hudson, was like, "Nah, man, screw," and Felicia Winners. Hopped Mm -hmm. in on the side of, like, no, man, your your power is waning. My power is on the rise. I want to be uh cool and funky and lefty and, like, welcome in these refugees and try to help them out. And Hudson didn't have the backing to get his shit to go the way that he wanted to go. So what he did is he sicked the vice president, what the fuck, on them and was like, go in there and find... Some bad guys, so we can have a PR thing of showing, like, look, there are bad guys. And what they found was nine members that they claim were NMLA, probably, maybe were, who knows, I don't know, but out of hundreds of thousands of people that flee to multiple star systems, they found nine guys that said, see, bad dudes over here, and then the next part of the story happened, go Yeah, so
1: 19th uh, terrorist bombing at Federal Starport, Kepler orbital and the Atropos system, uh, you know, gets attacked and now it's a burning station. I know Tweaked had a personal attachment to that. I did not (laughs) know if you wanted to comment on that, Tweaked.
2: Oh, Atropos, that's my baby. I worked so hard to get my former squadron LSR into that system five billion population trying to get an expansion into there that was a lot of work by a lot of people and now it's on fire sad it's
0: it's hilarious listening to everybody's pr- pronunciations sad. of it it's atropos he's greek but it's yeah it's uh kepler kepler observatory and so interestingly enough uh first off this is a perfect opportunity for those of you who want to get your fed rank on whether it's new players who want to go out there and get their Fed rank so that they can get their shiny new Corvette or whether it's any one of my black sky Legion boys out there. I know you're listening. Uh <laughs> You guys tank your Fed rep super hard by um, suicide passenger ferrying people in there when we're dumping tanking systems so that we can, you know, take control of them. This is the perfect opportunity to take a night off and go And just run federation passengers and get your rank up super fast with them. Get yourself back in good standing. Uh, so for, for whatever reasons that you might want to do it, fed rank is to be had at Kepler Memorial in Atropos. He's Greek. Uh, (laughs) I want to point, I want to point out something. That's Italian, bro. Uh, (laughs) I want to point out something. And this is just a personal observation the idea that the nmla attacked the federation and blew up this system or whatever blew up this 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 station is absolutely ridiculous to me uh as far as as far as the whole thing goes like look if you're taking it from a a a terrorist slash freedom fighter depending on how you look at it viewpoint versus or whatever you had the ira in american history the ira did a ton of stuff for decades in new york and boston and america and made money off of irish americans who were putting money towards the ira to fund their actions in ireland and i'm not going to even get into any kind of judgment call on whether that was good or bad or whatever I'm, i'm staying out of that completely i'm not trying to touch that real world politics but i will point out this When the IRA was fundraising through Irish American citizens in America, it was an open, well-known fact that every IRA member knew. If you took any what you call direct action, if you blew anything up, if you whacked a guy, if you did anything in America, you got a death sentence from the IRA because all of the money that Americans were handing over to the Irish Republican Army would dry up overnight if they got caught doing dirty shit here i think it's it's exactly the same thing with this if the nmla if the marlinists were part of this if this was a real thing and the nmla were these crazy radical lefty uh we're gonna blow up the the empire there's not a chance in hell that they would bite the federation hand that's feeding them they would a hundred percent be sucking up to the Federation to get as much support and money and and help and whatever so that they could use it against the Empire. This attack to me, and I could be tinfoil hatting it, I could be dead wrong, you tell me whatever, this screams false flag operation. I'm telling you right now, the NMLA is being run either by Arissa Lavinia Duvall or by her lapdog Denton Petraeus to do two things. If you look at who who have the NMLA attacked, they've attacked the Federation, and they've attacked all of the, quote, unfortunate branches of the Duval tree that could potentially pose a threat to Orissa Lavinia Duval. For a group that is so hell-bent on destroying the empire and getting rid of the Duvals that are running shit, they haven't done anything to the one Duval that's running shit. Just my observation. Go ahead with the next thing, Roy. Or yeah, Roy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, the next one uh, on the twentieth, uh, superpowers react to latest NMLA strike. Uh, you know, we've kind of talked around this. This this strike happened, and it's uh, it looks like they took out their own people so they wouldn't talk under interrogation. Uh, pretty hardcore. And at the end of the story, there's some suggestion that perhaps this is now eroding shadow president Felicia winter's, uh, influence, um, around this, uh, because she's being blamed basically for laying out the welcome mat for terrorists by offering their sanctuary. So more, more political intrigue on that front.
0: Absolutely. So that's the galnet news of the stuff that's going on. And it's interesting. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. Maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe whatever. Uh, But I will point out, and this is probably, this is super tinfoil-y, so it's probably just absolutely nothing to do with anything, but Johannes Kepler was famous for uh, when Galileo Galilei first uh, brought out telescopes and started highlighting things and making observations with regard to the astronomical bodies in the the solar system, Uh, he started focusing on the moon. And he found a mare, which they thought at the time were seas. It's those dark spots, those dents in the moon that look like, from from primitive Earth telescope people's observations, look like lakes and oceans and water on the moon. And he found one that looked like a perfect circle. And Johannes Kepler immediately jumped to the idea of, that's proof that there's intelligent life on the moon, because it's a perfect circle. It was made by somebody. There's little men up there. And I'm just saying... Kepler was a bit wrong in that, sort of jumping to that conclusion. Things aren't always what they appear. And uh, so the NMLA attacking the these these people and, and killing these nine guys, maybe patsies, maybe legitimately to stop them from talking and saying, yeah, I'm an ISS agent working undercover, eventually when they get tortured enough or whatever. But
5: yeah. Good guy. Hmm. Right now, there are men on the moon. Well, 3306.
0: Yes, in 3306, but not in the <laughs> 16th century of Johannes Kepler and Galileo Galilee. But all right, so let's move on and discuss the community goals, because this leads into uh, the whole other, which, which I think is super interesting to me, point right now is what the hell is going on with the Alliance? That's that's what I want to talk about. So let's let's look at the 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 community goals. So this week, there is no community goal. Let's just say the community goal this week is go load up on your your. Federation rank by helping out the uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Federation, go go get that burning station. That's your community goal for this week. But uh, I think really the, the 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 frontier team were like we need to be able to focus on all of the shitstorm of massive problems and questions and issues and and influx of people that we're going to be dealing with on 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 the the epic thing, whether that's real people or everybody in their alts. But uh, all right. Last week, we had two things happen. Number one, there was protect the expansion into the coal sack, which was basically go out there and swat some bugs. That was the combat one. And number two, there was expand into the coal sack. That was the trucking one. Now, let's take a moment to really, really look into this and see w- what happened. Frontier put out a crazy good award, which was a dual engineered level five frameshift drive that had both the long range and fast boot five. Now, fast boot five doesn't really give you shit as far as you know anything to get excited on the boot thing because it doesn't make you jump faster. It makes if you're if you get grom bombed or if you turn off your you know for power priorities or whatever you turn off your fuel. Sh- frameshift drive, it makes it boot up faster. So that's kind of irrelevant. But what's very relevant is that the side effect the extra little thing that was involved there is oh, and plus 15% optimal mass, which is huge. It's for 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 a lot of ships. I've seen people putting stuff out stats today. It's hey, there's an extra five light years jump range on my yeah. frame shift. So If that's the case, you're talking about things like the Crate Phantom and the Diamondback Explorer now moving into range, not beating, but definitely being a viable argument of being in the same ballpark of the Mighty Anaconda, which is the king of jumps, but sucks to fly. Prove me wrong. I just do not enjoy flying that ship. But I love flying my Phantom. I love flying my Diamondback Explorer. So this was a huge award. And as a result, everybody, and I mean everybody, went out there and did it. I looked. I didn't get a chance to sign up until Saturday afternoon because I was busy doing stuff for the Dark Wheel. And then I was busy with the show on Friday night. But Saturday, I was editing in the morning, and then I hit it hard. I went in there in the afternoon, signed up for both. I put together a wolf pack. It It was what? It was me, Dubs uh chig and arson the four of us arson was god mode on that scouting and just he had a zippy little ship that he was scouting like a like a just a, a, a gift of god <laughs> and the three of Christ. us the three of us had uh nasty shard cannon boats and basically we would just come in hey there's a thargoid boom it's dead next And in in three hours, I racked up over 80 million in bonds, got me to the top 10%. That's good. Didn't have to worry about it. Then we started trucking hardcore and got up to the top. So I was in the top 25% of, well, top 10% of one, top 25% of the other. A lot of people were, but my God, did it go fast. Everyone, everyone was getting in on this and, and it literally people were looking at the clock like, oh, my God, I don't know if I have enough time. The one ended thir- uh, Sunday afternoon and the second one that the trucking ended Sunday afternoon. And then Sunday night, the 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 combat one ended because it just like it was just flying by. And people were literally like trucking, like sweating, like, I don't think I'm going to have enough time to make it in the end. OK. When they ended up doing this, they, they locked it down and said, OK, it's done. And then on the Super Cruise News stream that I told you about, Super Cruise News 13, Arson from our group here, Arson Cross, actually our tech monkey posted in the thing saying like, hey, guys, that went super, super fast. Everybody really wanted these prizes. And it turns out that a lot of people just didn't have enough time because it was going so fast. Is there any way you could hit the nice button and give it to, say, the top 50% or something? I'm paraphrasing, and they kind of were like, ha ha ha, we can't hit that nice button. Guess what? They decided in the end to hit the nice button, and I'm crediting Arson with that, because that was fucking that was legit, like they did what you said, and they did even more so. They decided to move the goalpost and to say, hey, not only the top 50, 25%, not even the top 50, the top 75% of both CGs are going to get the frameshift drive. And Somehow, that, again, made the forum angry. People were like, well, I would have done it if whatever, or I worked so hard to be in the top 25%, and then you gave it to these plebs that were only in the top 75%, and I, first off, fucking chill. Go find Jesus. Relax. If you're mad that Frontier was nice to people and gave more awards than they were supposed to because they decided to be generous you need to stop because you were a 2020 <laughs> fucking snowflake looking at somebody else's plate of cake and crying because they got more cake than you motherfucker you, you need to that's leave really that petty. Sh- <laughs> yeah it's extremely petty you need to leave that shit in the third gr- we tell five-year-olds don't be that guy what the hell is wrong with people that they're mad that someone else got something frontier gave you the opportunity to earn. And if you went out and earned, you got no complaints. If you went out and earned and tried and didn't do that. Great. They were like, here, we're going to give you a little participation medal. We're going to be nice to you. Fucking let it go. If you're going to cry that someone else got us a prize, I couldn't say it any better than Sparks did. Petty. Just petty. All right. Now, I will say one other thing. I personally have a complaint on this, and I've raised it with Frontier directly. I've said it in the Discord, and people are opening up tickets. And here's the complaint that I do have while I absolutely do not ever begrudge them being nice and helping out other people that didn't make it to the top 25%, I will begrudge them on this one thing. The description of each CG said, if you come in the top 25%, you will get a double-engineered frameshift drive. Now, many of us, myself, Arson, I know uh, uh, Roy, I don't know about tweak, but many of us said, I want two of those because those are awesome. So we went out and got in the top 25% of both CGs. Now, if that's the case, if I tell you, if I tell some kid, Hey, kid, I'll pay you $20 if you paint my fence and I'll pay you $20 if you mow my lawn. And the kid paints my fence and mows my lawn. I owe him forty dollars because I told him twenty for this and twenty for that. If at the end the kid comes to me after spending all day painting my fence and mowing my lawn, and I say, "Well, here's your twenty dollars," I said twenty. That's a dick move. So here's the one bit that I will point out because everyone has been lose, you know, getting mad, and I I was mad too because I only got one frameshift drive when I was promised two because I accomplished both goals. But I will say this to counter that, wait. Because if that's all we get is one for doing both jobs, you got screwed, open a ticket, you have a right to demand your second frame shift drive. You earned it, you did the work. But I have heard from some people who did only the combat one and didn't do the trucking one that they haven't gotten anything yet. So that makes me very, very hopeful that this is just a situation of Frontier processed the rewards for the trucking CG, but they didn't process the, the combat one yet. And that in the coming days or hours or week at some point, they will respond and say, oops, sorry, here's the, the prize for the second one. Yes, those people who did the combat one and got to the top 24 or 75% because they've been so generous, which, by the way, here's how you respond to that, people thank you. That was nice. I didn't even need it. But still, thank you. Because that's nice that you gave a bunch of extra frameshift drives to my brothers and sisters out there who were, you know, trying hard and maybe didn't quite make it. But they they tried. So yeah, if in the coming days or, 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 or say week or hours, whatever, we get that second one, then great. Everything's good. All of the people that are crying and whining like petty little five-year-olds that someone else got something, fucking let it go. All right. Everybody hop in. Arson, (laughs) you first.
4: Uh, So just a little bit of tinfoil hattery here for the uh, the salty people mad at other people getting it or just in general only getting one. And the whole concept of maybe we'll get another one later. Frontier is watching what you say. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I will say this, uh, see, I don't mind. I say, I say what I mean to everybody. I don't care if you're frontier. I don't care if you're somebody I like, if you're somebody I don't like, I'm going to tell you the truth and then it is what it is deal with it. And if you don't like it, we can have words. I will Girl, point people. out, I will point out that, uh, Serif in the chat has said, I can confirm all the AXI guys who did the combat CG have not got it. So. That makes me hopeful that this is just a situation of, hey, man, relax. Don't jump on their case yet. It's I think originally they said we would get the prize by Saturday. It's not Saturday yet. So or at least not in America. So, like, yeah, let's 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 give it a day or two and see what happens. All right. Uh, does anybody else have anything they want to hop in on the whole process of these CGs? Because we're going to do a discussion topic later on sort of what that means, but just on the CGs themselves. Go ahead,
1: Roy. Uh, Look, I'll I'll reserve my comments about the two FSDs thing until we see what happens after Saturday, because I agree. The Saturday was the deadline, and maybe we're getting all worked up over nothing. I, I do think, though, that if I was to take a few steps back from this thing, as a business, as a community management team, they could be doing themselves some favors if they were to put out there some some vision around how they will approach problems like this. Because it feels like they're having to deal with each one that comes up individually and then deal with all the flame wars that happen around it. Um, I'm, I'm kind of – not that I would suggest this at all, but I'm kind of reminded of comments I think you and others have made of – you know, in, in, in perhaps star citizen, uh, around like, Hey, if things happen, you don't like suck it up and this is it. Like some I'm paraphrasing, but that's an extreme position, but at least they, they expressed a position. And I think what's giving people so much, uh, so many edges to tear, so to speak in the forums is there is no position. There is no position that's been put out there that I know of, of, like what are we going to do are we always going to adjudicate every single position on every single grievance as it comes which kind of feels like where they are or is there something else and they could be doing themselves some favors i think to to set expectations better around
0: this beautiful orange you had a thought
5: yeah i'm i'm just kind of agreeing with roy and like i know that the community managers can't always like directly communicate what they know, but they know just as well as we do that a ha- an informed gamer is a happy gamer. Because as as it's been said here right now, like knowing like knowing where we stand, knowing what's going on, mm. yeah, then people can can start dealing with it and either moving on or or objecting further. But, you know, not knowing what's going on is yeah, that's the worst. Well said. But that's the quality I have seen in Arthur. Uh, as, like, he also knows this and, and actively, I've seen him actively deal with this.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Too much Absolutely. of my joy. Absolutely. All right, moving on. The next topic we have is Downturn Astronomy put out a video uh, just today about the mining rebalance. It is good stuff. Uh, we have a link to it in the show notes not going to get too deep into it other than to say go check it out uh whenever I look for something like this when there's a change and I need to sort of figure out okay I, I want this looked at intelligently and and get some sort of feedback on it I look to down to earth and I look to the burrs so check it out next up we've got the elite week race news uh we've got two things we're gonna hit we're very briefly going to hit the Scarab. We're only going to talk about, cause this week we, we got the Scarab Mastery Championship. We got a breakdown of it with all kinds of information. We got the trailer. We've got a sort of a how to, we got all kinds of stuff. We're just going to hit the trailer this week cause that thing starts in December. So we're going to hit it hard next week, but, uh, go ahead and play the trailer and then we're going to go to the super or speed bowl.
5: Garab is the definition of a workhorse.
2: Tough, reliable, able to take a beating and keep on running. But what she really wants is to fly.
0: fantastic the videos that the elite racers are putting out and specifically black maze are absolutely second to none and the next event that we have in the race community we're blessed with riches starting like now basically because it's starting tomorrow but it's already tomorrow in englandy type places uh yes speedball four all this weekend it's going on right now arson play the trailer and then we're going to talk very briefly about what we're doing with it this week
6: The fastest race in history is back. 306 fly fast and don't
0: forget to miss the ground all right good stuff i want to uh give that salute to all of the crazy people that are going to be throwing themselves at the ground and hoping to god that they miss uh (laughs) we talked about it a little earlier i think arson and i are up uh, I'm going to, as soon as we're done with the show, I'm going to throw together a little, um, uh, Viper Mark three. I'm going to trick it out. <clears throat> I'm going to sell all of my bonds and cartographic data. Cause I expect to die a lot in the ne- next 24 hours. And, uh, I think Arson and I already said, we're up for it. We're going to hop on your fleet carrier and fly down there. Yeah. And uh, we're going to see if we can get tweaked and Roy to join us.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I think I might bring my uh, my uh, Cobra Mark IV for that, uh, you know, because it's worth smashing into the ground. So,
0: mm. yeah, let's. <clears throat> so, look forward to stories next week about how several idiots made uh, Elite Week shaped holes in the that planet. So, yeah, that's uh, gonna be that's gonna be happening. Another,
5: another Cobra Four pilots. <laughs> oh, you're doing good, sir. Tips
0: house. <laughs> well, wow, I I just see the meme of you guys with the top hats and the monocle and all.
5: all oh, right. definitely.
0: <laughs> all right, so that takes us to Tweaks Tip of the Week. Uh, I think we have something for that. And now it's time for Tweaks Tip Tip
2: Tip of the Week. Just the tip. All right. <laughs> with the <laughs> with the recent rollover of Horizons into Elite Dangerous, we now have more new players than ever that are just starting their engineering grind, so to speak. And what they're seeing when they look at what they the materials that they need to gather is holy cow, do I need a lot of manufactured mats? I'm here to tell you there is a quick and easy way to do this without really going out of your normal gameplay loops. If you have a combat ship, could be a crate Mark two could be an anaconda, could be a vat, could be a python, could be whatever you want to use, take a little bit of that hull off. Now, mind you, I normally would not say this if it's PvP, leave that hull on there. But for PvE purposes, doing pirate killing or combat zones, throw a collector limpet on that machine, throw some, uh cargo racks in there and anytime you kill a a ship any pirates you kill send those limpets out collect their mats and for the love of god whenever you're running missions always take the mats on the missions and you will be full on those lower level manufactured mats before you know it and that is a quick and easy tip of the week this week
0: beautiful just a tip all right that takes us to real life science Real-life science. All right. uh, Let's start off with uh, Roy's thing about the the wow signal.
1: Yeah. So um, a sun-like star has been identified as the potential source of the wow signal. And you may wonder, like, what's the wow signal? So on August 15th, 1977, the Big Ear Radio Telescope in Delaware, Ohio, found a strong distant signal that lasted for 72 seconds. They, they quickly identified that this wasn't a terrestrial or a satellite-based signal. It was coming from very far away. It was so powerful and unusual that uh, Jerry Eamon, the astronomer who analyzed the data printout, annotated the signal with the word WOW. That's the image you see if you're watching us uh, on, on the live stream here. At the time, using the star catalogs available, no sunlight stars were found near the source of the signal. So they scoured the skies, obviously, for like, where is this coming from? And they couldn't find anything obvious. But since then, uh, there's been a lot of increase in the accuracy of star positions cataloged. And especially from the European Space Agency's Gaia Space Observatory, uh, they've really increased the accuracy of distance uh, and position of, you know, literally hundreds of millions of stars. Amateur astronomer Alberto Caballero reasoned that it was worth looking again. And when he looked again, he found one sun like star found in the new data coming from this area. The the official name of this uh system is two mass one nine two eight one nine eight two two six four oh one two three. It'll be in the notes. It's eighteen hundred yeah good old one oh yeah it's eighteen hundred light years away. And it's an identical. Here's the thing: it's an identical twin to our sun, with the same temperature, radius, and luminosity. So, definitely worthy of further investigation, which is happening now.
0: The interesting thing so- to, to 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 me of that is 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 that like, all right, so our our sun is seems to be pretty decent at supporting life and we got a massive signal coming from another sun that seems to be very similar to ours, that would be, once we get to the point where we can take a better look into that that system for exoplanets or whatever, man, would I like to see what we see there. Uh, yeah. Spark, I know you had something you wanted to say.
5: I was just a joke, like, wow. And I thought my family lived far away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. it's, it's certainly interesting.
5: All right. Which, while we're
0: talking about these awesome telescopes and the ability to see things i think you have some sad news for us Roy.
1: yeah as as some of our listeners i'm sure who are enthusiasts have heard uh the arecibo observatory uh, the giant radio astronomy edition in puerto rico is to be decommissioned uh after a second cable broke on it this month making it too unsafe to do analysis and repairs so the the national science foundation announced basically they were, they would de- decommission it and dismantle it so i thought i might give a a bit of a shout out with i don't know if i'd call this an obituary but it this this telescope has been involved in so many highlights of scientific history i thought it deserved mm. mentioning
0: including so, including mm. among others the amazing movie contact the based off the yes. Carl Sagan book with Jodie Foster and Matthew absolutely, McConaughey absolutely
1: absolutely yeah. Uh, So it was built, it took three years to build, uh, 1960, 1963, and here's a a fun fact I didn't even know until I started researching this. Uh, In addition to its role as an astronomical radio observatory, part of its original purpose was to study the characteristics of the ionosphere's F layer to be able to distinguish re-entering Soviet ICBM warheads from decoys... So it had a sort of a pseudo-military purpose at the very beginning, but then the scientific stuff took off. Uh, It was built as a spherical reflector as opposed to a parabolic reflector so that its observation error would be constant across a wide range of angles. So what this means is, in the image you're seeing here if you're watching us live, this, this apparatus that's suspended by the cables can be moved, and because it's a spherical dish, you can move it all the way around 40 degrees away from straight up and still get the same signal strength. Uh, Arecibo has been the source of data. Uh, for any of you who have participated in uh, SETI at home, uh, and AstroPulse, these are the distributed computing projects uh, many years old now that looked at data, you know, radio signals from potential, you know, potential alien signals from other, other worlds uh, that, that were decoded uh, in a massive distributed effort on people's home computers using screensavers. In 1964, uh, shortly after completion, uh, it was used to determine that... so th- this telescope was used to sort of set right a lot of things that hadn't been possible up until this. Um, we had thought that Mercury rotated every 88 days and apparently is 59 and that th- this telescope sorted that out. In 1968, It was used to observe the Crab Pulsar, which provided the first solid evidence that neutron stars exist. You know, maybe we take these for granted in the leap. This was the telescope that first proved it in real life. And in August of 1989, uh, it did the first ever direct imaging of an asteroid, uh, 4769 Castalia. And in uh, 1992, something that's near and dear to my heart, it detected the first ever extrasolar planets. These were three planets uh, orbiting, I think it was a pulsar at the time. Mm. And in 1974, as you mentioned, Kai, at the start of the show, its powerful transmitter was used to send a signal towards the globular cluster Messier 13, which is 25,000 light years away. And the signal was a bitmap image of stick figures, chemical formula, and a crude image of the telescope. And starting in 2010, and this is the bit that maybe gets us a bit worried, uh, given its demise, uh, part of the funding for Arecibo was used for detection of near-Earth objects, uh, i.e. asteroids that could kill us. Um, yeah. Fun! <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so that's gone. Uh, in popular culture, of course, it was featured in the movies GoldenEye, James Bond, a species creepy horror movie mm-hmm. and perhaps most famously as kai mentioned carl sagan's contact
0: beautiful movie go watch that this weekend guys it is great. an
1: amazing
5: movie it's, yeah it's great so better inspiring. book
0: but, but amazing movie yeah, yeah but I, I the book is also, amazing
5: i think there's also a look-alike in the game just cause two but that's just not- oh
0: that's interesting cool. very cool
5: so that, right, yeah so- and
1: up on screen now is the image that they they transmitted. So so there's um all is not lost. The earth still has one other giant radio telescope, China's 500-meter aperture spherical radio telescope, uh, abbreviated FAST. Um nicknamed Tianyan, which I think is uh, eye towards heaven or something like that, which was declared operational only in January of this year. Although compared to Arecibo, it's bigger. But it covers a narrower band of frequencies, and perhaps most importantly, it can only receive, not transmit, so it can't be used as a, you know, radar observation type uh, tool. So anyway, I yeah. uh, I would encourage us all to uh, raise a glass and uh, rest in peace, Arecibo Observatory.
0: Yep. And uh, yeah. Uh from the loss of a planetary treasure right up to the next segment which is a space hotel named after a nazi what could possibly go wrong tweaked tell us about it
2: a space hotel by 2025 by the gateway foundation has plans to build the van braun space station based on concepts from a former nazi then turned american scientist because you know no matter what bad things you did if you were smart enough we'd give you a job They plan to assemble it in orbit using robotics and drones and hope to have upwards of a hundred tourists a week by the year 2025. They're going to be utilizing existing tech already used in the international space station, but will differ in one crucial aspect, artificial gravity. That's right. We don't have it in 3306, but in 2025, they think we will. The station will be made of a giant wheel, 190 meters in diameter, which will be rotating to generate a gravitational force. So basically a Coriolis starport. To me, this is a, a very progressive idea, and it sounds far-fetched, and it might be out of reach so soon. But even the fact that this is a thing and they're gonna try to do this, puts us one step further than what we have been in the space race, We're one step closer to be a spacefaring species.
0: Okay. We don't have much time to spend on this, but let's start with arson. I, I just want to know who's
4: building the construction drones for large objects the size of a space station, capable of what this thing boasts.
0: Uh, oh, Jeff yeah. Bezos,
5: Orange. <laughs> your your thought. <laughs> <laughs> so they're wait they're going to put the entire thing on like uh, a wheel. Why don't they Why don't they just spin the entire thing? You know.
0: Because that's by putting it on a wheel, it has to be farther enough away from the central axis point to create the Coriolis effect to give them the fake gravity. Roy.
1: So, uh, look, naysayers aside, if someone wants to pour billions of dollars into this, this is the kind of project that if we were to put the kind of money to it that we spend on military, this would be done before 2025. Don't, don't, don't even think that this isn't possible. It's just money.
0: Okay. And uh, let's, like I said, let's keep in mind that this is uh, named after the very famous NASA pioneer who wrote his memoirs, I aim for the moon, but sometimes I hit London. All right. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Next segment is Roy's story. <laughs> Get it going.
1: We now return to our Inara Commander series with Yuna Sakashiro's Unbound, Part 10 Hard Landing Commander, this is traffic control. You've been loitering on that landing pad for ten minutes. Please enter the hangar and yield the pad to other ships. A moment of silence followed. Commander, this is traffic control. Do you read me? Sakashiro registered the voice of traffic control blaring through the speakers in her cockpit. She slowly regained consciousness. She remembered landing manually and almost crashing her ship in the process. She remembered her injured leg hitting hard against the edge of the pilot's seat on impact. She remembered her own voice screaming as a sudden shock wave of pain consumed her. After that, she remembered nothing. She reached over to the comms button and pressed it.
3: I... I can't move.
1: Hold on, Commander. A medical team will be with you shortly. Valberg was sitting at a table in the pilot's lounge when he saw Zillard walk through the gate on the opposite side. Before he could even raise his arm, she had already spotted him between dozens of other people. Cybernetic eyes, he thought to
3: himself. She's trying to make it to Colonia,
1: Zillard said and sat down in front of him.
3: I talked to the local spaceport mechanics. One of them remembered her passing through. Found it strange that she insisted on doing all the maintenance herself. Apparently she bought a few scoop for her sidewinder and replaced the shield, generator and other optional gear with extra fuel tanks that maximize range. Oh, and she bought a surface scanner too. Anyway, going to Colonia makes perfect sense. It's about as far as you can go from the bubble without leaving civilization entirely. There isn't much beyond that.
1: A waitress approached their table. Zillard ordered a drink, then turned back to Valberg.
3: There's a twist, though. Yesterday someone was here and asked them the same question.
1: Rhodes, I guess. He's determined to catch her, no matter what it takes.
3: That level of commitment would be unusual for police. Unless it's a matter personal to him. I don't think he will chase her beyond jurisdiction borders.
1: After a few moments, the waitress brought the drink. Zillard took a sip.
3: So, are we going?
1: Valberg hesitated. Are you sure you want to come with me? I can't pay you for this.
3: Don't worry,
1: she smiled.
3: This one is on the house. Besides, we will pick up a lot of exploration data on the way. The trip will basically pay for itself.
1: Sakashiro woke up in a bed. Her pilot suit was gone, replaced by a hospital gown. IV fluid was dripping from a bag above the bed through a thin rubber tube into her arm. She didn't know how much time had passed. She still felt dizzy but the pain in her leg had disappeared. It felt numb instead. A man in a white lab coat entered the room. His voice was smooth. "'Miss Sakashiro, you're awake!' he smiled. "'Do you know where you are?'
3: "'Amundsen Terminal?'
1: Her throat felt dry. "'That's correct. You've had a hard landing, probably due to the condition you were in. High fever and severe dehydration.' and there was no docking computer on your ship to assist you.
3: I don't feel my leg anymore.
1: Don't worry. For now, it's important that you get some sleep and regain your strength. We can talk again later.
3: Doctor, I can't feel my leg. Please tell me what's going on.
1: The man in the lab coat pulled a chair over from the corner of the room and sat down next to her. Miss Sakashiro, the tissue around your injury had entered an early stage of necrosis, the infection almost killed you. You were lucky to arrive here in time. You wouldn't have survived another day without proper treatment. Don't worry about your leg, it will be fine. We managed to reconstruct the damaged tissue. You will experience numbness and occasional tingle in the first few days, but after that everything will be back to normal. There won't even be a scar. Sakashiro relaxed. Thank you. She said and added,
3: Dr. Simmons, after
1: reading the name tag on his coat. He smiled. Get some rest. Then he left the room.
0: Let's, let's hit up our discussion topics. First, the first discussion topic is this. The game is in a crazy state of flux right now. Um, the Epic store has new players coming in and everybody making alts. We're in a weird place in the dev cycle where all of this stuff is tantalizing and new. The scope of Odyssey is bigger and wider and sort of still undefined. There's lots of questions. What's going on? The bubble is expanding. Let's look at the fact that with this, this, the CG that we just did last, last week, uh, they're literally putting in like four new stations in the Colsec Nebula. One of which is a fleet carrier admin system. They're going to have all kinds of ships and services and everything available. This is legit a, a expansion of the bubble. Now we have, we've always had the bubble and then we had, you know, the bubble and the Pleiades and the Witch Head. And then we had the bubble and the Pleiades and the Witch Head and Colonia. And now we've got the bubble, the Pleiades, the Witch Head, Colonia, and the coal sack nebula as of next week when they get these stations in there this is all of this is going on and then adding to it adding to all of this like holy shit flux frontier just this week dropped in oh and by the way balance passes oh and by the way we're thinking about something for a memorial thing whatever like we're just getting overwhelmed right now with question marks of how will this work what's going to happen with that is this good is this bad am I happy am I angry who knows there's a lot of people that are super super excited like myself there's some people that are being preemptively salty and need to fucking get over it but some of this might actually be bad some of this might much of this I think is going to be great all of this is sort of in, in flux and in question right now. So with all of this that's sort of up in the air, I, I also want to add in, let's let's look at the fact that quietly while the feds and the imps are, 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 are sort of facing off and doing their thing, the alliance is legit making moves and going from stride to stride, going from win to win. Let's look at the fact that you know on these two cgs that they just did and i I see now that i'm actually moving into a whole other discussion topic so let's stop let's stop me there and go to roy roy get in on 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 the other thing before i well i'm just
1: gonna say like what you were saying first about all the different changes coming at the same time i actually think that's actually a pretty good strategy because um look there's only a certain amount of flame that can happen at the same time that matters and Getting all this stuff sort of out on the table at once and getting it sorted at once and having it all in play at once, it, you know, it, it in one way, this is like glorious, like this is like glorious chaos. There's going to be all kinds of things going on that people want to comment on. There's things going on they're trying to get data on. There's there's this story happening in the background. This is the perfect opportunity, like you said, to sort of hide the prestige of what's going on and I I just think this is genius like really this is this is how to make something happen in a way that at, when the dust settles yes this better be good but this is a
0: perfect opportunity to throw everything on the fire all at once I I and I have to say that based on the moves we've seen thus far from this group and I'm not uh, let, let let's delineate from the return of galnet what i call the elite renaissance from that time on from the time of sort of art getting like he had to get in art had to get in and and do some stuff behind the scenes and get some stuff moving in a certain direction it took a little bit of time but and and also in the the covid world and in all of the other stuff that was going on it took a little bit of time but from the start of the elite renaissance, from the Galnet return to today, I argue, yes, there have been some missteps, there have been some mistakes, there has been some shitty things, but there have been far more openness, good things, positivity, stuff moving in the right direction. Nobody's perfect. Anytime you find somebody who is 100% right all the time, that shit's not natural there's good like yeah, look they're for not trying hard shit. enough <laughs> but 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 yeah exactly but for these guys what they're doing they're swinging for the fences and god love them i'm i am on board and rooting with my heart out uh i know okay arson you have a thing and then orange
4: uh, yeah, I was just gonna to reinforce the fact that this is definitely the right time. I know that there is a bit of naysaying about you know waiting for Odyssey and things like that, but I would argue that with the transposition of the entirety of Elite's existing game mechanics to Odyssey on foot, getting these numbers right before Odyssey drops is not just overdue. But absolutely paramount because they have to set the numbers in Odyssey based off of the rest of the game. So if they don't okay. do it now, we're screwed.
0: <laughs> Orange, hop in.
5: Yeah. Uh completely agree with Arson. Like them getting it right now means that when Odyssey launches, they can focus on Odyssey and they don't have to, you know, spend time fixing or or readjusting stuff. That they actually had a lot of time to do, you know, while we were waiting for OC and, and they were working on it. As mm-hmm. well as like to go on your earlier point point guy, like those who do nothing do nothing wrong. So, you know.
7: Mm.
5: If if they're trying and mm. and and that's not getting it right to the that. first time, you know, that's not oh no, we wanna call it, like yeah, uh, we, we we wanna make stuff hard on you guys, it's hey mm. We're trying, you know. Yep, 100%. I would much
0: rather have them try 10 things and fail at three than try nothing and never fail. Because if you try 10 things and fail at three, that means you got seven cool things. If you try nothing and never fail, you got stagnation.
2: Tweet. do you have a thing you wanted to add in on this that was a beautiful thought? Get in on it. I do. I'm encouraged on a couple of points with this. The first is all these changes are the right moves i mean everything they're doing they're doing to better the game which is great the second though all of these changes coming so fast and furious all of a sudden implies to me that maybe odyssey is right on schedule and is coming very very soon
0: absolutely i i it If you were in a situation where things are falling behind and you're delaying and you're delaying and oh my God, whatever, you don't start adding more things to the pile. So I, I dig it. I like the idea. I like the, I like where you're going with it. Uh, Orange, you had something else you wanted to add. No, I don't. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, all right. So that's community question number one. Tell us what you think about all of this, the state of flux in the game and what, what's going on and, what are you excited for? What are you scared for? What do you want? What do you definitely not want? Let us know. Next, uh, uh, sort of point that I want to make. And this is, uh, this was going to be a weird one because I told the guys up front what it was yesterday and I told them to prepare arguments against me <laughs> so that we could do this because this is, this is a thing. And then afterwards we're going to get into sort of the post argument talk. Uh, I'm going to defend my thesis here. <clears throat> I think we should kill solo mode completely. And hear me out. Before you get mad, let me finish what I'm saying. I think that the people that are in solo mode would prefer to be in open as far as to see other commanders, to see people, to have that kind of uh experience of being part <laughs> of a living, thriving... Sorry, the
1: chat's already mad. The chat's already mad. Yeah.
0: Well, just wait. Just wait. I think that they would want to have that experience of seeing all of the other stuff and, and and now the the question is how do you remove the threat to them? How do you put it in a place where they're not harmed by being in open? And here's here's my argument on how. The Pilots Federation run our ships. They 100% run our ships. They they have our computers locked to where we can't go to certain systems because they're permit locked. And the Pilots' Federation own our ships. We're just living in them. Okay? There's nothing to say that the Pilots' Federation couldn't put blocks on our ships to where it literally said, uh, you can't shoot that guy. So, basically, the idea is you would have to flag up to be vulnerable to PvP so that if I'm Jimmy... Care Bear, who does not want to in any way engage in PvP, I lock my system to where I cannot be flagged for PvP, and now I can fly around and see everybody, I can talk to the people, I can see a vibrant universe with lots of different ships everywhere, Mm. but I don't get shot at, ever. I don't get killed by anybody. I just get to be a part of the, the whole thing. So, all right, we're gonna start with Tweet you have a, a, a points on it, and then we'll move to Arson. It sounds like Orange has a thing on here, but he forgot to put a little <laughs> dot there. So let's
2: start with Tweaked. i not going to lie. I kind of sort of totally hate this move. Okay. Uh, the name of the game is Elite Dangerous, not Elite. I want to be as safe as possibly can be. The idea of this game is that it's a big, open, dangerous galaxy. I understand. Not everybody loves PvP. Not everybody wants to get shot at. Not everybody wants to spend the time it takes to engineer so that they can survive being shot at. But that is a choice that they make. I've been on record just this a little while ago stating that I don't like people BGSing in solo play because Mm -hmm. it doesn't allow those of us in open to battle it. Same way. If you're flying around in open, it's... I mean, people say it's consent for PvP. I don't necessarily totally agree with that point, but I think it would be maddening to to, to go to Shinny and have defense mode on and everybody shoots me and it does absolutely nothing to my ship. And it would well, be game-breaking and immersion-breaking for me. Let's, let's
0: keep in mind, I am a huge proponent of playing. I play in open only. The only time I go into private group or solo mode is if there's an event like I, I will go into private group for the speed bowl thing, if that's where they want us to do it or, or, but if they don't say do it there, if they just say do it wherever you want, I'll do it in open. I'm just saying I would much rather have at least the care bears in our galaxy where we see them and can kind of kind of go like, oh, okay, cool. And maybe it will lure them over to the spicy side of trying to play the game for realsies in big boy mode in, 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 in you know, full open flagged up for everything and come what may. That's how I play it, but I just want to try to move people on the spectrum of more inclusive, and I think at least being able to see them is better than not being able to see them, is all I'm thinking. Alright, so the next point was Arson. Arson, you go ahead and come at me. You're going to tear me apart. Go for it.
4: I got my shredders ready. Um, (laughs) So I've actually played a game where this was uh, in place uh, that was star wars galaxies many moons ago um and granted you had to be you know pledged to either the empire or the rebel alliance to engage in pvp in the first place but they had a system where you would either be covert or overt with your faction alignment and if you were overt uh, you were able to engage in pvp and have people engage you uh if you were covert and somebody else was over you could just be like oh i'm gonna attack you and then when you attack them you would go overt. The problem that I have with with these kinds of systems whether there is timers or not And I'm gonna reference another game here GTA online has a system called passive mode Now in GTA online, which suffers way more ganking than elite will ever dream to uh, Has a problem with this where people click the button to exit passive mode while they're following somebody around. Uh, You know, this happens in fighter jet duels all the time. And the second passive mode is open up. They open fire on the enemy and get their kill. And then they run away and hit passive mode again, and then they're suddenly invincible again. So it turns into toggleable god mode, which then raises the question, do you only allow this to happen on stations where they are able to toggle it while they're docked? Do they only get to do it from main menu? If that's the case, what's stopping people from just logging to the main menu real fast, switching the mode or their PvP enablement, and then logging right back in where they were? There, There's so many different things,
0: and, and okay, I so personally am against it. right so boiling down the argument to a quick bite your thing is the implementation of it has holes yes okay all right fair i mean i look it's just an idea of yes okay so there's holes now let's figure out how to plug those holes let's figure out mechanics for how to make it i mean do you think that there is a possibility at least that a series of mechanisms and regulations and whatever could be put in place to sort of make it work? Or do you think like, just know it will never be possible. I understand saying, Hey, don't do it just willy nilly, like flip the switch without thinking about it. But is it, does it merit the thought? uh, There is merit because, you know, to be frank, I do like the idea of being able to
4: see all of our companions that are in solo mode. the, The real concerns that I have is, where do you let them do it? Obviously, only in stations while docked. Uh, But the other thing is, uh, if they are in this passive mode, Elite is a game where you can ram people. Now, obviously, if you turn that Mm -hmm. damage off, you're going to be able to prevent ram murders. But are you going to be able to prevent people from boxing somebody up in the mail slot until the station
0: kills them? Okay, there's definitely holes that need to be looked into. Fair enough. All right, Roy, it's your turn to kick me in the teeth. Yeah, so
1: I'm going to take maybe a more philosophical approach to this. Uh, So I am not a young man. I am not the Twitch-enabled fighter that I was 30 years ago Mm. in the early days of computer gaming, and one of the things that appealed to me about elite was I could kind of choose the time and place when I was ready to go after full on, let's call it, uh, you know, Twitch enabled fights. And it's a bit, you know, admitting that I guess is a bit embarrassing, but I don't think I'm unique among our audience. Um, I'm, 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 my, my 50th birthday is next week and, and I, uh, I, uh. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. I, I started this game back in 1984. And while I could command many, many a game back then, which wasn't even, you know, in the time of internet connectivity, uh, it's not the same now. And so part of the appeal for me is I can choose the time and place of my engagements. And sometimes I choose to, you know, look, it's 2020. I choose to use this game for escape and I'm running trade runs or BGS and I just don't want to be bothered by people. And so I go into solo. And then there's other times where I'm like, bring it on. And I'm, you know, Riding a half, half-assed ship into Shinrata Desra and I'm like, do your worst. Or bringing something into a CG with a bunch of stuff in the cargo, and I, I've actually engineered the ship to be attacked, and I want people to try to chase me. But I have that choice. And so, to me, that's, a, that's kind of a unique aspect of this game, is that I have that choice. And it's of my own time and choosing.
0: That being said, uh, you know, does that does that in any way, though, change if you're if you were in open, completely safe or in solo, if we could figure out a way to make it to where the only difference was you're you're actually seeing people more. Would that not be a plus for you? I get that, you know, we have to figure it away. So.
3: uh,
1: I want to make sure that you understand and maybe the listeners understand. I'm lo- I'm not looking for completely safe. This is a game. Like if 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 this is I want it to be dangerous. I want there to be the edge. I enjoy I enjoy taking a ship that has cargo that's desirable into a situation where I'm going to be attacked. That is fun. That that's like the tingle, right? That's that's part of it. Um I just want to make sure that if that's gonna be the way it is all the time that there are either game mechanics or I don't know third-party discord mechanics where we can adequately prepare for it and always make it work because it there's a lot of times in this game where I'm just doing stuff like I need to go get mats or I need to go engineer this one thing and it's not necessarily convenient to organize an armada to protect my uh half engineered ship. But if that's the way it is, and if the if the systems exist to do that and that's the new reality, then I'll prepare for that. But sometimes I just want to log in and chill out and have some fun in the game and, you know I okay. don't know. Fair. That's what it is.
0: Fair enough. Alright. Uh Orange, your turn to kick me.
5: So when I when I heard your initial like proposal, I'm like, "Ooh, this this thing is a massive sieve," you know.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: So many holes in this. Starting from like, if if we just take it word for word as you said it, um, you know, say somebody just fires a weapon, not being locked onto a target, you're not going to stop somebody from firing into the like into the black. Uh, You know, if there so happens to be ship passing by, how are you going to stop that? Um, to lore wise, yes, the pilots federation can put limits on like our, our flight computer software, but like them having total control over our ships. No, that's like, if, if I understand it correctly, that immediately already goes against even like the the, the core foundations of the pilots federation as we were all independent commanders, and they're more like a union than a, you know, uh, like a, a, a system to to share trade routes, trade data, uh at, at the beginning, you know. Of course, it's grown from there. Let me... Plus,
0: oh, go go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no me, go ahead. Let me throw this back at all of you and say this. What if... So here, here's one thing that just came up, uh, and I'm seeing from the chat that this could be a problem. Uh, I, I, what if we could figure out a way to 100% guarantee that you are defend, defended from any combat or whatever from other people? And the one thing that I'd seen here that is a problem, or at least potentially, potentially a problem is what if you were driving around Dav's Hope picking up stuff? in your little scooter and there's eight other guys trying to pick up stuff in your scooter. I guess that would be, that would legit be an issue where it's like, that was, uh.
5: That was gonna be one of the points I was gonna make as well. You okay. know, our, our, like the way we started to rely on mode switching to an issue I, I brought up earlier. People who ser- who seriously just don't have the, the kind of connection to, uh, you know, to to reliably and enjoyably have elites perform while connecting to so many other other people yeah i just all this comes from this like i don't
0: i don't want to shit on anybody you play how you want to play i'm not that guy that's like if you don't play an open you're not real like no man you you do you you be happy whatever i just i love playing it open and i love the idea of and you know what actually now the, the so the time that i don't play in open and now i'm seeing this as a problem with my own argument the time that I don't play an open is when I go to do a CG and it's like the one, like the, the Nysa that we just had the, the, from the, megaship. the, the last megaship where you have one, yeah. count them, one large pad and you're trying to do trade runs and deliver your shit to that one large pad from your, from your, uh, uh, cutter. And there's one dude who's, You know, sitting on that pad for 20 minutes straight, AFK or whatever. Now, maybe I've been that guy. I've been that guy where you land and then you're like, oh man, I got to go take a leak. And then while you take a leak, you're like, oh man, I think I'm going to, I want to run downstairs to get a drink. Oh, you know what? I haven't eaten in hours. Let me just make a sound. And then next thing you know, (laughs) it's 30 minutes later and you get back. Oh shit, I got to get back upstairs. So, okay. There's a cue. Yeah. But that, that, That's the that's the one time that you can absolutely guarantee to find me in solo mode is when I need a landing pad and I can't get at it.
1: Go ahead, Roy. I I was just going to say, like my default position now is in open and it's exactly what you just said. I will go to solo if I'm in a position where what I'm doing is going to just be incredibly inconvenient or screw up other people's situation. Like if I'm running around a guardian site, I'm not going to be in open cause there's probably 50 other people trying to do the same thing. Uh, and like you said, the, the landing pad thing, but I have probably, I don't know, the last six months, eight months I've been back in this game for a year. Uh, my default my default positions is open because it's more fun it's just more fun yeah, except yes. there's these gaps there's these gaps at certain points where it's like oh like whether there's it's convenient mm. yeah the fact though that the choice exists i think is a differentiator for this game is the point point. Uh, and I, I think i think there's people that would be shoved off
0: the game if that I, if that choice ex- disappeared I relent. We're gonna hit we're gonna hit tweaked and let him make the last points to close this 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 topic out. But I will say now, I specifically told you guys, don't tell me we had a rundown meeting yesterday. I said, don't tell me your arguments now because I want it to be fresh and on the show. I don't want it to feel rehashed. I will say this. Had I had you guys give me your arguments (laughs) yesterday, I would have relented and say, okay, I give up. It's a bad idea. I just I like the idea of trying to pull people. Not forcing anyone to have any hardship that is bad, but just giving them the opportunity to to peek into the world that we all live in and maybe want to join us. But go ahead. It is your turn, Tweek, to close out this topic.
2: I think what this really is speaking to is the need for some meaningful PvP or maybe a change in the the law and security, where if, if, if a PvPer comes in and shoots a clean player... He should not just become wanted with a tiny bounty. He should get like three notoriety, which is going to sick the NPCs on him and and generate missions and show him on the contacts panel, so he can be hunted down and stuff like that. Because that is what is going to save the newer players. That will keep the PVPers busy, and 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 it just would change the game in that regard.
0: All right. So that takes us to the last topic, and this one's going to be the super, super short one, and that is this. While everyone is focusing on the Empire and the Federation facing off and facing off and this, that, and the other, quietly, the Alliance is going from strength to strength. They have had 100% success rate on everything that they've done. Now, part of this could be because of The actual, oh, okay, this time there was an FSD reward that was super good. Let's keep in mind, last time there wasn't an FSD reward. Last time that the Alliance had their thing, it was just straight up bonds or whatever. But it was Thargoid related. So maybe some of this is tied to people liking the Alliance. Maybe some of this is tied to just where it comes in the cycle. Maybe some of this is tied to people desperately being hungry ravenously for thargoid content and saying frontier give it to us we're here every time you put a thargoid thing on the board we knock it out of the park not oh we got the level 1 we got the level 2 we got the no they close it before the week ends it's done also the cg cycles man we're 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 on cycles and like this week we have a break we have no cg this week but the you know what are the cycles as far as CG fatigue, maybe Oh, people are feeling a little too much. And is that a good thing? I personally think it's a good thing that sometimes you have too much because it lets you feel like the world is alive and you can get on or off the ride at any point whenever it's good for you. And maybe you take a week off and hit it hard next week. How do you guys feel about all of this? Let's start with Roy.
1: I had more fun this weekend than I've had in elite in a long time. Um, The two CGs uh dragged me into i mean the transport one okay i'd done that a bunch but the combat one dragged me into something that i was ill prepared for and felt like uh i had to rush and then that just made it like an amazing experience exciting yeah so exciting so exciting um I'm, I'm kind of glad for, I'm, I'm glad for the little bit of a break right now but oh <laughs> my goodness that was such a fun time this weekend and i'll point out that i was i was in the group with you before you got into the uber group of uh one second kills we were in the three second kill group and uh it was uh that was just so much fun you know figuring out a mechanic to to knock those guys out fast and mm-hmm. uh uh lots of fun i'll, I'll say this though it's it's, uh, I'm going to call out somebody actually from from somebody else's content creation. Uh, in uh, Obsidian Ant's uh, video about the Alliance doing a power grab, uh, uh, Mark Jacobson called out uh, the Alliance as Space Canada because they're like the the, the guys you don't think about that it is sort of quietly undermining things and, and, and influencing things and, and making things happen. And I, I, really, uh, I, really, I really appreciated that. I think that's a good analogy. The alliance is secretly infiltrating things. And before
0: you know it, everybody in Los Angeles is Canadian. I think when I think of the alliance, honestly, I think of China. I think of, you look at the Cold War, no, seriously, look at the Cold War, and everybody was paying attention to the Americans and the Soviets posturing and facing off and this, that, and the other, and quietly, China was just running shit, just getting their manufacturing together, getting their money right, and just buying debt from everyone and just getting their tentacles everywhere. And now we're seeing the ascendancy of China.
1: That just means that Canada's victory is complete because you don't even know what happened. I mean, wow. Okay. Keanu Reeves, you know, William yeah, Shatner, I, I just I'm good you know, I could on the list, but you,
0: you anyway. mentioned you mentioned Keanu Reeves and I'm literally thinking of the movie The Devil's Own where where what's his name would say, like you didn't even notice we were doing this. Arson, get in on this. I was just gonna say I
4: don't know if the Canadian government wants you out in this, Roy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I will say, uh I, I also I am loving the fact that that feeling of the world of elite just goes on whether you're there or not, and I am just one little itty bitty cog in the wheel. That feeling is back. Like I had that feeling in the start, and for a while after the start. Like Frontier was doing great. They're doing even better now. Um They took the time, they did it, it was great. And the CGs uh Kai can speak to this as well and already has, but doing the wing stuff together kai that was fantastic i haven't done wing activity like that
0: in elite in over two years i went we went so long i went from being drunk to sober to drunk again that was pretty (laughs) hilarious (laughs) that was uh yeah that was a hell of a day but man was it fun and 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 arson let me let me say uh you happen to be one of those people that you for sure were in the top ten percent of the combat, but you didn't yep. quite make it to that top twenty-five percent of trucking and yet I got my friendship drive. And now I will say that you pointed out
4: earlier with the uh the AXI people or was was that you somebody said something about the AXI people uh me
1: mentioned that. And no, people. Yeah.
4: yeah. Winter me okay. So you, you've got all the, the AXI people who did the combat and did not get an yet. FSD. So I placed tomorrow, my I 10% in the combat, but I placed 50% on the trade. So I've got to say I'm I'm kind of excited about the potential to get my, uh, myself You're a second
0: nice. FSD. You got your nice button one, and and then hopefully tomorrow we'll get the one that you actually legit earned.
4: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. When they said, no, we're not going to push the nice button, I thought for sure. okay, yeah, nothing. We're not going to get it. But I will say, I don't know if I want to eat my karma upon that,
6: (laughs) but I'll take it.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. Um, All right. So let's go with uh, Roy. You have something to close this topic out and then we got to close it up.
1: I, I was just saying. I mean, it's it's not so much about running solo or 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 uh, closed, but um, it, it just reminded me when when Arson was talking about the FSE whole debacle. I, I I felt like I was amiss in not mentioning this earlier. That um, regardless of whether we get one or two, uh, regardless of whether the top twenty-five or the top seventy-five get it, I'm immensely grateful to get this thing because there could have been a situation where. They didn't choose to add the operational mass between those two experimentals. Mm -hmm. They have created, they have created the best grade five FSD in the game. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have to. So I'm thankful for that.
0: Not only did they create the best F- grade five FSD in the game, but they also then magnanimously gave it to hundreds or thousands of people more than they would have had they kept it to just the top 25% on both. Mm. So mm. again, to all of you people out there, just relax, man. Be nice. Why are you mad that someone else got a cool toy? Just chill. All right let's let's uh let's close this up so community questions we got community question number one the state of the game the flux the epic store new players the dev cycle the scope of odyssey the bubble expanding to the coal sack, now the balance pass and and the uh uh memorial thing wow what what do you think of all of this what are you ready for what are you worried about etc share your thoughts we want to hear it community question number two Rolling solo into open. My bad idea. Come on. Somebody be on my side. Give me a reason why there's a way we can make this work. Even though I've lost hope and I've been, yeah, I've, I admit it's a bad idea. Whatever. Okay. And then community question number three, the Alliance Thargoid storyline, the CG cycles. Man, does this, are you screaming at right now at your screen? Like, fuck yes. This is what we're saying. Give us Thargoid stuff. New, meaningful expanded fargoid stuff or are you like man i'm pro alliance those space canadians rock on or are you know do you have something you want to share about the cg cycles is it too much is it not enough are you feeling like man they're nailing this it's perfect get in on this for all of these questions You can put a comment in the uh, show notes. Uh, Sorry, you can put a comment in the comment section of the YouTube video. You can email us at EliteWeek3306 at gmail.com. Or best of all, come on to the Elite Week Discord and go into the channel that says uh, it is called... I got to go up. It's under general text. There's a channel that says uh, Community Feedback got a little calendar right on there. Go in there. Tell us your thoughts. Tell us your ideas. Next week, we are actually going to read community feedback. We're going to respond to, we have stuff to respond to from this week. We don't have time. We're going to have stuff to respond to next week. And I'm not going to even say what it is yet, but we're going to have a couple of prizes that we're going to be giving out. We'll figure out how, but we got to give away some prizes to some people. So look for some Frontier paint jobs or look for some uh Miguel Johnson albums, look for some good stuff that you can win. Get in on this. All right. State of the game. I think the state of the game is amazing. I'm super thankful for a lot of the changes and things that they're doing. I think that the state of flux, I'm super excited by it. The the two thing or the one thing, because I'm gonna let the 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 second FSD go. I I I'm on the board the the happy train now of it's coming tomorrow. So it, that that's a problem for tomorrow, Kai, to deal with. Today, Kai, is, is, is keeping the faith. The one thing I just still can't get around my head around, I don't like it, is how the hell do you balance mining with the Pulse Wave Analyzer out? It just doesn't make sense to me, and I'm really not liking the fact that raising it directly to them and other people raising it directly to them, they haven't responded. That, to me, feels like we don't have an answer. Er, we'll get back to you. Uh, But we'll see. Maybe. Whatever. Who knows? Uh, I think it's super awesome. I think the state of the game is amazing, and I think that a lot of people are making a lot of alts for their own personal use this week. Uh, (laughs) All right, Roy, state of the game.
1: Uh, I have had so much fun this week, and that's the main barometer by which I judge this game. I I feel like we're heading into some Class 5 Rapids, but uh, you know what? The community management team i have faith in them and they're engaged and we're engaged and and we're going to get through this and it's going to be a good time so i'm yeah. happy
0: enjoy that ride arson state of the game damn freaking tastic um all you have to do
4: is look at uh you know I guess the last couple hours of footage and see how many hollows little hollow squares I've seen on my radar. There's so many new players in the starting area. That's great.
2: (laughs) Tweaked state of the game. I would give it very good at this point, a a balance for the credit earnings that we desperately have needed for a long time. Uh, Everything pointing towards Odyssey coming soon. The only downgrade I have is there's been some odd bugs this last week or so weird things nothing nothing horribly game-breaking but kind of sort of annoying all at the same time more than what we've talked about tonight so they need to get that stuff cleaned up but all in all i love the direction we're going and i think arson said it earlier the galaxy is alive i can't possibly participate in everything that's going on so i love it can't wait
0: all right all of you people out there i'm gonna hop in before we we give it to orange all of you people out there Who are saying, hey, this is great. I love this. I love that. I love this. Look. Money talks. Bullshit walks. Speak with your fucking wallet. Go out and buy some ARCs and get some of this crap on sale for 30% or whatever. Get your whatever. Show them the love if you're happy with what you're getting. And then, theoretically, you'll get more of it. uh, Orange.
5: State of the game. So, Kim's in one of the better states it's been in since years, honestly. Um and, and I, I really hope they can just keep riding this trend all the way up to Odyssey. When we get yeah. that in I'm gonna hazard like February, March. Beautiful.
0: Alright. Uh we're gonna do this backwards this time because I got a special dedication for the closing song. Let's start with Orange Sparks. Say goodbye to the beautiful people.
5: Everybody, thanks for having me. Uh it's been a lot of fun. Um yeah, I, I don't really know much to say because it's five past five in the morning here <laughs> and my brain is shut down like an hour ago.
0: Right on, brother. Well, you, <laughs> yeah, you get to feel what it's like to be American.
5: All right. Uh, Roy, say goodbye to the beautiful
0: people. Fly casual,
4: but stay dangerous. Arson, say something not creepy. Who wants to watch me die in a newbie adder to a crate
2: Mark too? <laughs> Fail. Uh, tweet. Say goodbye to the beautiful people. Thanks for spending a few hours with us, everybody. I hope you had a good time and hope to see you again next week.
0: All right. I'm going to say goodbye. I'm going to sign us out with the uh, the sign-off for uh, the the wonderful guys over at the Fatherhood News and say, don't dream of the stars, fly among them. And I want to dedicate this closing song to all of you, little little people who have been raging at the forums over other people's good fortune not people that have genuine complaints that's fine i'm not i'm not trying to to get on that but the people who are literally just being petty this one's for you play us out arson
6: hey man Don't know what you're missing Count your curses And forget about the blessings Don't you think You should learn a little lesson What are you waiting for Hey man What makes you so special now You can't seem to find The angels for the devils Don't you think You learn to love a little, you'd live a whole lot more. Let it go, let it go. This is smaller than you know. It's no bigger than a pebble lying on a gravel road. Let it go, let it go. Gotta leave it all behind you. Give the sun a chance to find you, let it go. For crying now You made your bed But you don't think it's been too lying You're wasted on the ground When you know you should be flying What are you waiting for? Let it go, let it go This is smaller than you know It's no bigger than A pebble lying on a gravel road Let it go, let it go Gotta leave it all behind you Give the sun a chance to find you Let it go I'll just let it go How can a man I see It seems so clear to me But you've got to live and learn Smile at the simple stuff Cause this not ain't long enough To miss a single Let it go, let it go This is smaller than you know It's no bigger than a pebble lying on a gravel road Let it go, let it go Gotta leave it all behind you Give the sun a chance to find you Let it go Rubble